what there's finally one good Kyle or something. There is one good Kyle. Tell me yeah. about. I didn't see where I even said in the episode, but you literally named it that. I mean, sit here, poke the bear. I mean, I try to give a shout out to you. That ain't good enough for you. <laughs> Whatever. Covering you from your LB1 to your taxi squad, this is IDP Nation. Manning back, bouncing fire to the far side. It's intercepted and running into a touchdown. Your home for the best in IDP and draft coverage. Daniel has time in the pocket, steps up, and he's going to be hit from the side, and he's going down. That's a sack. Here are the hosts of IDP Nation, Hollywood and Kyle B. Welcome back to IDP Nation. What's going on, Kyle? What's happening, dude? We're I, back. I'm living the dream, baby. Living the dream. You always live the dream. 178 ounce Budweiser at a time. There it is. Ooh, 78. That's that's I, stuff my dreams are made of. I, the can just gets bigger and bigger each week, man. <laughs> well, you know, hey, what can I say? Hey, you do. You, uh, we got a special guest with us tonight. Yes, we do. Mm. Oh man, I am excited. I tell you what, I got your note. You were asking me to come on. I was so excited to get it, get a chance to come on and spend time with Kyle. I hadn't spent time with Kyle in so long. I just couldn't wait. And that was the only no. reason I was excited to come on at all. We found you one right thing, there. Kyle. We found it. Kyle's my boy, dude. I'm so pumped. <laughs> I'm so pumped when you said Cal was joining us. Awesome, awesome, awesome. No, seriously, Appreciate it's good you, to have you on, man. It's, it feels like it's been forever since you've been on with us. Absolutely. It's been a long time. I think the last time was with Matt, and we had a we had a good time together. That was a lot of fun. And then, uh, man, we should have been recording the pre-show when we were complaining about oh, yeah. uh, youth parents yeah. and coaching youth teams. And that, oh, was, the worst. that was good stuff. They're the worst, youth parents. Yeah. That was good stuff, man. That was uh, you can at me at, at K Bell of Fuel 54. <laughs> well, why are you at? <laughs> oh, you're the you we're off and running, baby. We're off and yeah. running. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> hey, if I remember, Cal, when you and coach did the show last time, you guys like had a whole background thing going. You we had, did, like, you had like pictures of me and Daryl. <laughs> Yes, oh, that was awesome. Terrified of that. that was awesome. I was like, "What's that going was on here?" Awesome, because we were live. I think we were, and oh, yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, and then like, was it was it Dan or was it you, Kyle, that screwed up the couldn't get the video onto YouTube or something? Like, it ended up just being audio only, wasn't it? Oh man, I don't that, know. That was I'm, def I, I'm definitely not the tech. <laughs> I'm not the tech guy of this program. I could tell you that. Much. <laughs> he couldn't be Hollywood. He's too good with technology yeah. for that. Yeah, he's so smart. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Don't let the <laughs> don't let the seventy eight ounce oh, Budweisers fool you. That dude is smart on a keyboard. And a keyboard. Back then, it was just fifty eight <laughs> ounce. It wasn't. He wasn't up to the seventy eight yet. <laughs> I was just a baby learning my way. <laughs> that was twelve ounces ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! So before we get started, Calvin, like yeah. I said, it's been a minute. Tell yeah. everybody what you've been doing. 
where you've been, what you're into. I mean, yeah, man. Yeah. Promote I, it, man. Still been doing um everything over at DLF, um, dynastyleaguefootball.com. A lot of smart people over there if you're interested in uh, checking that out. There is no off season, just a non-point scoring season. Shout out Russ Fisher on that. And that's nice. Um, yeah, we keep promoting, um, you know, keep doing shows. I've got the Tuesday night show where we do uh, with Ask DLF. Uh, Addison's been joining us a lot there, Addison Hayes, and of course, Tyler Carp. And we just answer questions for an hour and a half, two hours. And, and uh, yeah, have a lot of fun. Talk a lot about mostly all about the offensive side of the ball. So it's nice to get a chance to talk about the real tough side, the true <laughs> NFL players that are uh, on the defensive side of the ball here with you guys. Right. Right. And I've dark side. Show a time or two. It's that's a great show, man. Y'all do yeah. a great job on that. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, man. It's uh, you never know what's gonna come up. It's it's funny how um, you know one player will end up being the theme of the show. Uh, you don't even not even that you're in the news. It's like you just talk about Jalen Tolber for an hour for some reason, and you know it just doesn't always make any sense. But it's yeah, that kills, a lot of fun. It kind of kills me because we do a show sheet, right? We got one for you tonight, and uh, it used to drive Dan just freaking batty, right? He'd have this pretty little show sheet set up, and here we go. We take off, and, you know, me, I get a little sidetracked, and we're down a rabbit hole here, and he's like, dude. I'm like. Never. You would never. Never, never. <laughs> I just think you can be too structured sometimes, and there's nothing yeah. wrong with it. I just think sometimes, right. you know, yeah. you're sometimes sitting you here bullshitting gotta... and talking, and you, you yeah. got the vibe going, and sometimes something mm -hmm. hits your, hit your brain, and you're like, oh. And here we yeah. go. So, yeah, we I need to get like 19 hypothetical scenarios. Daryl throws that's out. Right. <laughs> I, I used to tell uh, Matt Donnelly all the time, like when I was trying to convince him that we needed a, a, a show sheet, he's like, Yeah, I just like going off script all the time. And I'm like, Okay, but going off script implies that you had a script to start with. <laughs> so we need to start with a script and then we can go off script. <laughs> yeah. And that got him. Right? Yeah. That, like, that was. <laughs> So that's legit. <laughs> mm -hmm. awesome, awesome. I get it. I get it. Anyway, so I mean, great to have you on, man. We'll uh absolutely great to be let's on. Let's just jump into it, Kyle. The news and notes. These are all yours, buddy. All right, let's hit it, man. Uh news and notes. The New Orleans Saints signed linebacker Demario Davis to a one-year extension. Mm. He can now make up to 14 million dollars with incentives in 2024 and, and it doesn't affect the magical cap of the new Orleans saints in 2023. Cal, you're a saints fan. Yeah, I know. I love you. Start with some saints Ooh, news. Right yeah. Now. What do you think? Yeah. What do you think? Saints news? That can't be right. <laughs> it is. <laughs> you know, he really has been like, I mean, 106 tackles last year. I was just looking up. He only got to the quarterback three times. I mean, so, you know, I mean, he was a he was a good linebacker. Um, he's just he's 33 now, and so yeah. it's like you have to act like, do you think he's going to hit that 33 age and do what every other linebacker does, or does he take like the London Flet London Fletcher route? I mean, he kind of took a long time to break out. Yeah, um, he's in a good system. There's a lot of talent on the defensive side of the ball for the Saints. Um, my guess is he takes a little bit of a step back at some point. I mean, thinking about dynasty leagues, but you know, you know, in, in a one-year league, like he's going to be up there with anybody pretty much. I mean, in that number two LB type range for me, uh, what about you guys? So, so let me throw this little nugget at you. 
I, I did this for our Patreon here. Hmm. There was two players last year, two players that had a hundred plus tackles and ten or more quarterback hits. One of them was your boy Demario Davis. Oh. Do you know who the other was? Hmm. I'll give you a hint. Question. Okay. We already know it's Demario. Both players, both players come out of the NFC South. And both players have met those marks two years in a row. And they're the only two to do it two years in a row. Why do I feel like this is going to be a trick question? <laughs> NFC South? Bit. I mean, is it is it easy? Like, is it Devin White? It should be. It is Devin White. <laughs> Devin White and Mario Davis. I was 100 tackles. Me here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was too, Cal. Don't worry. <laughs> plus quarterback hits. They're the only two to do it last year. They were the only two to do it the year before. Yeah. Yeah. Man, Devin White is such a beast. I mean, that is a, like, gosh, I love watching that guy. Um, Devin White's such a beast, but I feel like Demario Davis gets overlooked a lot. He I does. Really do. I think he's, he's underappreciated, I think. It's 24 versus 33. That's the only thing, you know, and I think about it in yep, dynasty right? terms, especially this time yep, of year, right? you know, but. Um, which, but yeah. which is a huge gap, right? That's That's huge. Right. Right. No, that, absolutely. I mean, Demario Davis is just aged like a fine wine you know like he's just gotten better this it's crazy like you know as he's gotten older he's gotten better and it's just mm-hmm. it's pretty wild and you know like cal said he, he's playing well but he's 33 so is does he slow down I, he's not but it could happen and he's a huge part of that saints defense that lives in the nickel and dime pretty mm-hmm. often and um you know the the zach bond experience didn't go as planned um right. you know so you know pete warner is is he going to take a step this year and kind of get groomed to be Davis when he, well, they extended Davis for another year. So, you know, right. that, you know, that, that's a Davis huge spot. In that defense, the so. down there. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. It, it, so, I mean, he's a huge part. If he does slow down who, you know, that they, they need. I mean, him, what so. do we know, Kyle? Let, let's let, you know, the new Orleans um, guy here. Yeah. Take the lead. We don't know nothing. Well, Pete Werner, to me, like he probably, I was just looking up, looks like maybe he'll start on the weak side is the latest thing that it looks like he's going to be over there as weak side linebacker. And then Zach Vaughn could slot into the strong side. It's just that those guys are playing a role that I don't think is quite as like DeMario Davis. Like it's almost like he he is, um, he's got such good instincts. Like he is just such a great player. We went so long in New Orleans for without having like a good stud linebacker. And then we got Vilma. (laughs) Yep. It was awesome. And then Navarro Davis, who came in and they just filled these roles. And yep. Dennis Allen knows what he's doing. Like he just is a he's a good defensive coordinator. They've built a lot of talent there. And even like I see, you know, we got the next note here. I like that you're hitting the Saints theme with with Marcus Davenport. Like sometimes it does take him a little bit of time to come along. And then the Saints can be patient with players like that. And so you know, I do think Pete Werner could end up having like an, an impact and could end up being a pretty good player, depending on how many snaps he gets. And it, th- can yep. he can he earn a three down roll? I guess is the biggest thing. So, so, so segue. What about Davenport? It looks like he's mm-hmm. p- 
possibly could begin the season on the pup list with uh, having part of his pinky finger amputated. I mean, we've seen that like you can you can be pretty good without fingers. Thank you, JPP. Right? <laughs> nope. yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, we're almost at the Fourth of July, so what better way yeah. to celebrate than with JPP? <laughs> Firework safety guys, make sure that you're That's using right. it. Um, I did not see what happened at Davenport. Like, why why is he having trouble with his pinky? I did not find out. I did not see why. I, I didn't hear I didn't, what I, didn't I, I I just know that it was I thought I heard something that had been bothering him for a long time. He had issues with yep. it. I thought I heard college and whatever, but I didn't hear why, but they just decided that just to hack it off. What kind of problems so, do you have with your finger that causes you to? Yeah, I don't know. know. Yeah, yeah. I'm know. I'm good with pinky being partially amputated. I got some favorite other fingers, you know. If they get amputated, I might be upset, Jesus. but my pinky, I'm not worried about. Right? Um, yeah. What? Wait. What? What? Kyle? Nothing, man. I'd say yeah, anything. So so. <laughs> Calvin, see, it's so hard <laughs> to find good help, Calvin. I told you. Yeah, I could tell. Oh. It's just, yeah, we'll get through this. Tough. We'll get we'll get out Jesus. of this. Right. Anyway, Marcus Davenport. <laughs> and I feel like we said this last year a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think more this year, this is truly a make or break season for him, right? Okay, but he did finish like what did he finish as the as the defensive end? what 15 or so last year. I mean, like he, he had a, what I'd call a breakout season nine sacks, yeah. he forced three yeah. fumbles. Recovered he missed time. Yeah. He, he yeah. even missed time, but he 11 yeah. games. Yeah. And, yeah. and did, did all that. I mean, nine sacks in 11 games. I mean, I feel like he was, he was a force every time he was on the field. I feel like he was yeah. like, he, he, he was a factor and you could play him and start him. And, and he was pretty good most weeks. Um, yeah. Slow start to his career. Nine starts you know. in 11 games, nine sacks, 39 tackles, 16 QB hits, and nine TFLs. Yeah. Three, four, 42, 42 pressures, too. 42 pressures on 297 yeah. passer snaps. So, I mean. Um, Coming in with a pedigree, I mean, he is he's making moves, making, making plays. And, again, in a defense where, you know, you, you really can't just focus on him. I mean, he's able to get in there, get pressure, you know, get some good matchups. And he's got some – um, you know, last year, you know, had some immobile quarterbacks, some guys that he could just kind of pin his ears back and go out and get. I'm curious mm-hmm. this year, you know, if he's going to have, I mean, he's got a couple of those curious how that's going to, you know, work out and play out with him, but, um, good enough to good enough with the pedigree to be able to go out there and do everything that he needs to do. I, like I'm a huge fan of his glad that he's finally making that investment that they made in him. Uh, seemingly come to life there. I'm l- I'm a little nervous about like it looks like there's maybe a couple of these injuries and a couple of surgeries he's had this off season, which, um, yeah, it's maybe worth looking into a little bit for him. Having part of your pinky removed and not there not being a very good explanation for it that's a little <laughs> concerning. Hey, I feel like hey, you don't freak people off with your pinky, okay? That's all I'm saying. It's more than it's a mute point. <laughs> It's weird, right? He's had five off-season surgeries this this off-season. Oh wow! Five. Wow, wow, that's yeah. yeah. Two surgeries. That's a few. Um, yeah, it, it, but they look, they all look little. It, it, it's a little strange to me, and um, the finger one is a little bit is a little bit odd. But, and uh, the fact that I can't, 
fairly quickly find an explanation for it. Makes right, right. So I'm gonna, put you on, I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Buying or selling Davenport going forward right now? Oh gosh. Uh, well, first I'd want to like spend a little bit of time researching his uh, pinky issue here and these five surgeries. But I mean, like, gosh. Okay. I think so at the value saying... where you're getting him at, you got you're you're a player for to be in a buyer, right? I think I would be. Let me look here and see, because if you're saying, okay, if I say Davenport or Gregory Rousseau, which one would you want? Rousseau, easily, hands down. Mm-hmm. Younger, Same. more talented. How about Better scheme. How about Jonathan Allen? Washington? Mm-hmm. That's close, right? Dynasty, I'd probably take Davenport. I can see it. Barely, I can see barely. it. Redraft, I'm taking I'm taking Allen all day. Uh how about Joe Tryon in Tampa Bay? Tryon, without question. Yeah. Sam Hubbard. Cincinnati. Yeah. That's kind of the right range though, right? Like and that's so that's, that's back definitely in definitely the right range. And I think ooh. Back in defensive Jeez. end, a defensive end two, somewhere in there. I'd probably take Davenport there. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's pretty close. Bengals did commit like pretty well to Sam Hubbard, and you kind of got to consider what's behind these guys, right? I mean, that's a factor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, age is a factor. Scheme is, a, I mean, everything's a factor. But ooh. how about Kayvon Thibodeau? Thibodeau? Dynasty is definitely Thibodeau, right? Thibodeau. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's a better pass rusher right now than Davenport will ever be. Mm -hmm. I agree. What about just for 22? Just, just for this for year? Davenport. I'll give you that. Yeah, probably Davenport. Davenport. Yeah. Probably yeah. As well. mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, there'll be a lot of people, you know, high rollers, big time gamblers, Will and Dylan, mm -hmm. son of a guns. <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll take Thibodeau 22. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I don't, I don't know that I hate that. I don't know that I hate that. I can see. I it. think that the high floor, the safe floor, is is Davenport. But if you like the wheel and deal, Thibodeau's the guy. Mm -hmm. He is. Look at Elvin coming on the show and just freaking running rough shot right now. I'm loving this, man. I love it. Tipito's a good, like Tipito's the kind of player that like you can get pretty excited about in my opinion. Like I kind of like what New New York is putting together. Like they're oh yeah. I, I don't know if it's the best pass together for them this in year. This class. Yeah. Best pass rusher. Travon Walker Agreed. ain't got shit on him. Him, mm -hmm. him and uh Tibido and Ojalari would be nice uh oh, nice, nice bookends for each other. And then you got Ooh, and you got you got uh Mr. Blake Martinez playing back there behind you. Letter mm -hmm. Williams. Across the oh, front, yeah. um, Blake will yep. be back. Ho hopefully, that knee's fully healed, ready to go. Um, you know, the back end, they, you know, they got Xavier McKinney. Obviously, Peppers is gone, but then yep. you got Julian Love, yep. and, and you know, it, they're they're doing some stuff. And they got Dane Belton, you know, in the late rounds for some depth at safety. They and, got some nice paces, man. But yeah, you know, for for a team that needed some help up front, getting getting Thibodeau. And to Thibodeau's pair with, a, uh, he's a New York City Lars type of guy, nice right? Moves. Right mm -hmm. lines, big city. Yep, yep. He, big personality. Yeah, like I love that he fell to him there. Like 
I so who do you like the, if you had to choose between Thibodeau and Devin Lloyd out of this class? Like, which one of those do you like the best? Oh man, that's a lot of silence making you think right there. That's I know. he is thinking hard. <laughs> because scoring generally leads to linebackers, I'll take Devin Lloyd. Mm -hmm. I can see it. What about you, Kyle? Um, if it's a balanced scoring thing where defensive ends, tackles, everybody scores the same, mm -hmm. Tipito will give him a run for his money, I think. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah. Mo but like we know, most leagues, most leagues are linebacker heavy, right? So I think right. you got to go Lloyd, especially in Jacksonville. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 or, yeah oh, I got Lloyd as well. I screwed up, Kyle. I said what? I said it wrong. Sucksonville. Sucksonville. Yeah. yeah. You did. Oh, Jesus. Sucksonville. I, God, I hate that. And honestly, like I think so. This is something I've been looking at on the offensive side of the ball. You know, when I'm, when thinking about Trevor Lawrence is what people don't realize is that last season Jacksonville was one of – they ran some of the least amount of plays in the NFL. I, they were like 28th, 27th. Um, they were slow. Like they did not want to – like they, their pace was just really bad. Doug Peterson has right. always been top five, top ten in yep. terms of pace and yes. off the plays run. So you're talking about like an additional – like a, a lot of additional plays over the course of the season – that are going to be different in 2022 than it was in 2021. So it's going to look a lot different, and that opens up the possibility of points scored. The pie is going to get bigger just based on more plays are being are happening. Like the pace is going to be better, and so if the offensive is pushing the pace that way, then the defense is going to be on the field more, and you're going to have more opportunities to score too. And so I like that's part of why I I'd like Devin Lloyd. Like I think Kevin Kayvon Thibodeau is special, but Devin Lloyd to me like is going to have an opportunity to get in there and immediately be an impact. Right, and Absolutely. Devin Lloyd is the best all around linebacker in this class. Mm -hmm. Being able to rush the passer, drop in coverage, do what you need. Yep. Um, yep. That's a that's a tough question. I mean, I I guess it kind of depends on team need too, right? You know, if you're freaking set yeah. at linebacker, you're probably not looking at Lloyd. Um, Man, uh, Thibodeau's just, that, that wasn't the question. <laughs> I think he could be like Devin Whitish. Like, I think he's got like that part of right. it. Like, he can rush the passer too. Like, he's got like a lot of yeah, a lot of things about his game that like you could get pretty excited about. I think Jacksonville kind of crushed the draft. Like, they really did right. pretty well. I thought. Like, I, I maybe I didn't right. like the first pick, I guess, but like I kind of like. It's kind of like everything else that they did. Um, the offseason was okay. It was pretty good for the. It should have gotten rid of their GM, but like. Speaking of Saxonville, we'll kind of jump one right here and come back to it, Kyle. But Kayvon Chase mm. on is mm. on the roster bubble. That's according your boy. To some reports. Yeah, that's my that's boy. That's your boy. Yeah. I said he's hated him beginning. since he was at LSU. I said it from the beginning. If you can't rush on that team that he was on in college, hmm. it's not going to translate to the NFL. It ain't going to happen. And guess what? We're, what, two, three years later, and that shit ain't happening. Bye-bye. <laughs> I hate to say and it. I, and I'll right. even back this up. Jacksonville would have – oh, look at me slipping. Sucksonville <laughs> would have never took Trayvon Walker – or Aiden hmm. Hutchinson, they wouldn't have took a pass rusher 
mm. if Chase on was the guy. They got Jonathan or they got Josh Allen over there. Mm-hmm. But if Chase on was the guy, they would have they wouldn't have went that route. <coughs> so that tell that tells tells me all I need to know. See ya. Uh, he tell me so I'm wrong, good. Calvin. Tell me I'm wrong. He, he well, the thing is, and Kyle's yeah, really yeah, good yeah, at this yeah. because I'm also an LSU fan, so it's hard. It's it, it it's a oh, tough I'm, day. Oh, Ole, I'm speaking to you right out the gate, ain't I? Bam! Ole, Ole Miss wins the College World Series today, and then like we got a clown on my LSU <laughs> guy here, Chase. On it's a tough day in uh in Bayou Bingle territory down here, but uh, Chase on has. <laughs> Two two sacks, you know, like in two years. And it's not because he's been injured or anything. Like he's played 31 games. Okay. He's yeah. the only be, been able to start 11 in Jacksonville, right? Like we're not talking about like this hey, huge yeah. barrier. Like we're, he's in Jacksonville. Like there's no excuses. He's got 50 combined solo and assisted tackles. Like he's gotten to the quarterback 13 times total in 31 games. Like it is just not, it's not good. And if it hasn't happened yet, there's just no reason to think it's going to happen. Right. Like it just, uh, yeah. at some point you started getting, you're on the roster bubble type messages about a player like this and it's not good. Yeah. And that's, he was what that's the 20th overall. always kind of stuck with me is if you cannot rush the passer in college, Odds are you're not going to do it in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, there's there's the chance that maybe you didn't do it in college and you develop and, and come into something of your own, but let's, let's face it. Chase Home was doing it at the SEC level, which is the cream of the crop in college, and he, he yep. couldn't do it. And the argument was, well, the team was so loaded. He was he was making off. He, he had, he had injuries right? in college. That was too. the argument. He got injuries too. He missed time, so there was that. He did, well. but the argument was he's opening up every opportunities for his teammates. And I'm like, okay, sure. fair enough. We'll see. We're mm-hmm. year two, year three, whatever it is. It and good. he's the same guy that he was in college. He ain't doing jack crap. Sorry, yeah, Kevin. you, you get no argument here. We were I'm we were you. opposite opposite ends of the spectrum with Chase on when we were did that show and you know all right Kyle back get us back on track all right all right uh reports are that Washington Commanders defensive end Chase Young could open the season on IR which would cause him to miss at least four games um not not good not are good we, are but we I mean, super concerned here I'm I'm a little concerned that he could have a down season. I mean, you know, I think that's the kind of thing that like you never want to start your season that way, right? Like, yeah, not often that you come in there and you're like you are you're starting on IR or or on the pup and like you and then you just go out there and have like an awesome season. Like it just doesn't right. happen very often exactly. for anyone. Yeah, yeah. So from it's usually the next year. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I, but you know, you're not like especially in in a um like in a dynasty league you're not like jumping off of chase young at this point like you're not you're not selling him you're not um you're trying to get off of him i i I think he's he's got way too much talent for that you don't want to sell low on the guy and you hope that he can like get out there and they give him the right amount of time to be able to come back and give him the right you know hopefully he's full go at that point um 
it's just if he's if he's not healthy, not ready, and they start to push him, that's when I start to get nervous. Obviously, you know what? What? If, Absolutely. And this did, this did happen, but last year I had him in two different leagues that hmm. defensive end score really well. Mm-hmm. And I traded his ass for a first pick plus in both leagues. Did you? Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Hmm. I, I just I, I can't imagine the kind of package you'd have to get now, especially with this news coming out at this point. Like you traded him last year, which is good. That's that might have been that you got good value for him. I can't imagine you'd get that same value today, right? If you had that, uh, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, you didn't get that same with, offer. With that thought, what what are you getting for him today? If you're if you're selling him, what can you mm-hmm. get for it? Because this is the questions I'm getting asked, you know, and I'm sure you guys are too. What are you moving him for? If you're if you if you have him on your roster, like you said, Calvin, you're probably not getting a first this year. Mm-hmm. What would you move him for that you would be okay? That's worth me moving him. Because I don't. I think last year. A first, you're jumping all over that. This year, you're not getting a first. So probably what you have invested is that changes everything, right? I am going to pull up. Um, look, so at DynastyLeagueFootball.com, we've got the trade finder where we can go in and see real-life trades that have happened with Chase Young. So nice. I'm going to go pull this up, and I'll ask you. So I I pull this down to 12-team leagues, which is you know more standard. Um, would you rather have Chase Young or Gregory Rousseau and Justin Reed? Chase Young. I'll take Rousseau and Reed. Oh, really? I think so. That's is it close? Is it out of being low on Young or high on Rousseau? Both, if I can say that, right? <laughs> um, I mean, the thought was that Young's generational when he come out, right? Right. Well, right. I don't want to say well, generational, like, but uh, yeah, but he was he, he was elite, right? Yes, yes. And maybe he still is, but Russo, mm-hmm. in that Buffalo scheme with McDermott, there's a lot of freaking upside there, right? Probably. Probably pretty comparable, and you're getting Justin Reed with that. If I'm needing safety help, I'm I'm probably taking that deal. Doesn't it seem like Buffalo rotates those ends a little bit too much? Though, like, is he ever going to get the snap count? Is he ever going to get the snap count? He's that they wrote. That's what McDermott does. He keeps them fresh and he rotates. And they 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 draft a bunch of them. They brought in Von Miller. They that's they do. It's got to like lower his ceiling a little bit, right? right, Like. A little bit, yeah, yeah. He's a good yeah. player, absolutely. Russo yeah, talented as all hell. You know, but is he going to play? Is he going to play sixty-five percent of the snaps, or is he going to play seventy-five? You know, right, right. If yeah, you're going to ask Young for Russo straight up, I'm taking Young. I think he's right. But then Justin Reed, I guess you know you add that onto there. I guess if you need the safety help, it's close. That's close. I think. How about let's see? There's Chase Young. Or Max Crosby? 
We'll say that was straight up. Wow, that is straight up. I don't like that one. Chase Young for 207 and 23 second. I'll take Jalen. Yeah, I'm going to keep Chase Young there. I'll, I'll take the proven over the unknown. Yeah, I feel like that's that's part of what you what you get on some of these is okay. So here's like Chase Young for Tremaine. I'll go back for just a minute. I'm super high on Russo, and I think the fit in Buffalo, I think he can be that. This is going to come off completely wrong. Russo can be <laughs> that Bruce Smith guy that they had back in the day. Oh, right? oh, Jesus, Bruce Smith, I like it. He, he can be that type of player. Right? He, you gotta be. You gotta have that one stud pass rusher. Yeah. Even in a rotation, right? I mean, you mm-hmm. can rotate all day long, but if you don't have that one guy that stands out, rotation that don't would, mean shit, right? That would be perfect to put out there for clicks. Gregory Russo, the next Bruce Smith. Yeah. Quote unquote <laughs> Hollywood. Contact and you can at me at F- KBF54. Put it out there, Kyle. Put it out there. Tweet it. Tweet it. Tweet it. Whatever you're going to call it. I might do that. Hey, do that. I ain't scared. Just make sure it's at KBF54. I'm going to have to make a burner and tweet that out into the void. Oh, shoot. Love it. <laughs> Calvin, he's on his game tonight. Oh, yeah. I love this. Oh, yeah. I, I love, love these it. trades, too. That Max Crosby, yeah. Chase yeah, Young. Yeah. Max Crosby, Chase Young. Um, that, That's got me thinking because I just did uh, some Let defensive me ask you line this. ranks. Redraft versus Dynasty. Does that change the Crosby-Young narrative? Mm. I'll take a Crosby in Redraft. Yeah, I think. Young's hurt. I yeah. think so, too. Yeah. Crosby led the league of pressures last year. I mean. Yeah. And he had a real good year. Just now, if we're talking dynasty, that might sway back towards Young a little bit, right? Just a little bit. I think so. I think, I th- I think in dynasty, yeah. I'd rather have Young. I yeah. I think so too. I mean, look yeah. where his value was, right? Like you just said that you got a first round pick for him at, at one point, right? So I mean, I, which I don't think you're getting today based on the injury news, but I, he'll his value is going to be back there. He's 23 years old. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Based on where you can draft these guys or what you can trade for these guys, would you rather have mm-hmm. Chase Young or Montez Sweat? You're talking value. Or just, just based um, on what it's going to cost you to get them, or their production. Which one would you rather have? I mean, I feel like it's pretty easily Young for me. Like in Dynasty. I think it pretty easily young. I mean, sweat is great. Um, uh, but yeah, I don't but know. He's going to cost a lot less than, than Chase Young is. He, he's going to do and what? the production is probably not that far off. Hmm. It's about the value, right? <laughs> yeah, but see, I, I just think if somebody offers somebody a trade... And it has young in it, you're gonna get more out of that deal. I think the value is gonna be in young. Yes. No matter what. And I think 
if the production's the same and I'm getting more value or if the production, you know, theoretically for young, it should be higher. It's, that's such a good, I love that question because it's on the same team. They play off each other. Like, yeah. you yeah. know, it's, that's a great question, but I, I, I do think the value would be on the young side. Uh, this me. is the stuff that I get asked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I get I hit in my DMS or whatever. And I'm like, I'm like, eh, that that's, Pretty solid question right there. So, yeah, Kyle, Absolutely. back to you. Get us back on track, Kyle. All right, here we go. Here we go. The Pittsburgh Steelers signed defensive tackle Larry Ogunjobi to a one-year deal. So <sighs> Ogunjobi had the deal with Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. And then the failed. It was a big deal too, wasn't it? Uh, three years with some with some big money, and then it fell through to physical, yeah. and then um, he lands he lands in Pittsburgh. Jesus, the highs and lows of this for DeMarvin Leal right now has got me freaking all. <laughs> so, Stefan to it, right? He's the guy. Mm-hmm. Had some issues last year, missed training camp, missed training camp this or spring training, whatever you want to call it. His brother was killed this time last year. Then all of a sudden he retires, right? And I'm thinking, okay, he's retired. DeMarvin Leal, stock up through the roof, right? They got nobody else. Then you sign Larry Ogunjobi, the Marvin Leal comes back down. Especially in redraft. Redraft, this is a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. It's not great. Um, I, yeah, I still like the Marvin Leal dynasty. Absolutely. But I, I, I think you're going to have to pump the brakes a little bit with Ogunjobi there, even though it's a one-year deal, and I heard it was worth up to $8 million. Um just a classic stiller move, right? They bring, you know, they draft well, always have, but when they have a need, they go get somebody. So if you've got DeMarvin Leal, I think you're stashing him on your taxi squad, at least for this year, to see what Ogunjobi does. But, uh, man, I, you know, Leo is kind of like, okay, perfect stealer. I'll take him to it, retires, and I'm like, yes, home run. I'm riding the wave, and then all of a sudden they sign Ogan Joby, and I was like, damn it, it's a single. What the hell here? Would you say, though, Leal's pretty versatile to work across that line as far as how they're going to utilize these guys? You know, you look at without to it, you got Chris Wormley. You know, does Ogan Joby play inside? Obviously, obviously Cameron Hayward. And Ogan Joby are going to be their two big guys, right? I mean, Hayward's going to play a part in that, too. But Well, who's going to play the nose? That's that's my biggest question. Is I think that might be Ogunjobi, and exactly what, what does that mean for like that? That's the the most interesting part of this to me. Yes. If he ends right. up slotting in right there, that is a whole different story. I don't think Leal is a nose tackle, so you know, not yet. No, no, so no. That's you know, I, but he's not a defensive end either. You're not going to kick him outside, so. Well, where are you going to play them then? You put in their base. Well, I think without Oak and Joby, the opening was inside. Even with Wormley, I think you could kick Wormley probably to nose. Then Oak and Joby can kind of fit in there at D tackle. Um, yeah, we like still have to, like Cal said, we have to see who, what were they. You know, that, that's he's, you know, I'm right. interested as well as where they're going to play these guys. Cause 
I, I mean, you know, I know there's like we talk about base defenses and stuff like that, and some of that is a little bit outdated. But I do think it will be most of the time. Like it, it, this is the first time where you would say that he's on a team with a base three four. Um, even though, like I said, there's there's differences, but Cincinnati didn't last. Cleveland, you know where he came from, they were never in that three four, were they? I don't think he's ever played a true nose tackle. Like I, um, I don't think he's ever lined up that way. No, I mean looking at just looking at his snaps here, he had he didn't play a ton of nose. Most of it, uh, most of it's D tackle, left and right D tackle. Yeah, not a ton of, not much at all last year. I can tell you that you're looking at maybe 70 snaps, not even 60 snaps. Everything but I mean, else that's is... kind of what fantasy managers are thinking, right? Stefan Tuitt's out of the way. DeMarvin Leal, they draft him. They're, they skyrocket. Mm-hmm. Then you bring in Ogan Joby, his value just plummets. I mean, it's a high-low thing, right? And right or wrong, I'm guilty of it too. Um, like I said, the minute that Stefan Tuitt retired, I was like, oh, man, my, mm-hmm. my little shares are going to skyrocket, right? And then you bring, you know, last couple of days, you bring in Ogan Joby. You're like, okay, I got, I got to pump the brakes on myself a little bit, right? I mean, it's easy to get carried away. I mean, I think we do this offense, defense, no matter what player, this is a common thing. You you got to be – what's the word? You, you, you got to kind of temper your expectations with rookies because anything can happen. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, like the biggest thing is is you know what? How are they going to utilize Ogan Joby? Where does the outfit? How's this all going to work out now that we got some? You Which know, is weird up. because the whole Ogan Joby to Chicago thing, we thought this was a done deal, and I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, that's a freaking major pickup for Chicago, right? Right. And then all of a well, sudden, I guess his physical didn't work out or whatever it was, and they're like, yep. no, we're backing out of this, and it's yeah. cancer. You're like, oh shit, what's going on here? Yep. And you hear nothing now. All of a sudden, Pittsburgh's like, "Yeah, we got this." Yeah, it's a it's a good pickup this time of year for them, especially since they lost to it. But it's but if Leal is as good as like, I and mean, I think he's really good. I mean, he, can't, he you know he's he, he came out early, like he eight and a half sacks last year, like over like he was he's a good player. If he's if he's who you think he is then he's not this isn't going to be the the thing that holds him back right like uh, like yeah. we will make a way to get in there and i think if you believe in him you definitely aren't selling or or, or avoiding right. him in yeah. draft right if if he can't push Ogan Joby or Chris Wormley for snaps then we're then we're worried right if he right. can't get if he can't get in the rotation right. beating out guys like Wormley Ogan Joby and whatnot. I mean, Cam Hayward's a whole different beast. That guy is just a monster. Right. You know, right. He, he is. But if he can't eventually work in to get some snaps from those guys, then yeah, then that, it's time to worry. But yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah, we're not worried like Cal said, dynasty wise, long term. Would know. you see Dogan Jovi next year to sign in Baltimore? Then he can get his entire AFC North bingo card <laughs> filled. And yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> bingo. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, next piece of news. The Athletics' Kevin Fishbane writes that it's, quote-unquote, tough to be confident that Edge Robert Quinn will be on Chicago's roster at the start of the season. Quinn recently skipped Chicago's mandatory minicamp, and it is being speculated he could be on the move via trade. 
Um, you know, Quinn had the huge year last year, 18 and a half sacks. And it sounds like the uh, veteran who doesn't want to be on a rebuild um, wants to get, get out of town to me. If you're a Quinn owner right now, how scared are you? Are you worried or you kind of letting this play out deeper into the season? And when I say deeper, like August, when things really start to matter. <laughs> I'm not scared yet. I like this right. uh, to me, right. this is still, there's still a lot of positioning at this point that's going to yeah. take place. And like, I mean, these things so rarely end up with somebody missing time or, you know, it's like yeah. they find a way to make it work. Um, now the fact that this, like, I, I, I don't think that this new regime, um, for for the bears like has earned the respect to like sure they can still screw like they can screw this up you know what i mean like it, <laughs> yes. I, I don't trust yeah. them that they're not yes. gonna be that team that screws it up but he's 32 like i don't mind him like holding out using some leverage like trying yep. to like if he misses mandatory mini camp so what you know what yeah. i mean like it's not yeah. that big of a deal yeah. um he's a better you know what he is you, you yeah. know what he is yeah <laughs> exactly um, I'd like for him to be there and for this drama not to not to be there, yeah. but I'm not like I'm not gonna panic. I'm not gonna sell low on him. I'm not gonna like, you know, um jump on the first offer that comes my way. But you know, he is getting to that point at 32 where you, you know, if you could have sold or could sell on his big year last year, maybe in Dynasty you should, but you know, it's – I don't think right now you're going to get what you should get for him anyway, and he's not ready. He's, like, he didn't look like he was slowing down at all. So I'm I'm good with, with, with keeping him, and I'm not super nervous yet. Yep, same for me. Daryl? Yeah, I'm with you. I agree. All right. Um, NFL Network's Ian Rapport reports Jalen Ramsey underwent shoulder surgery Tuesday but should be ready before the start of the season. Huge part of the Rams' defense. Um, yeah, so surgery this time of year is not great. <laughs> but, uh, mm. you know, hope, hopefully it sounds like he should be back. But that's uh, – he's he's one of the best in the game. So, right. um, that's a, that's a big so part of that deep. Oh, I know. And, and I love watching him move around now too, you know, coming in the slot, playing outside. Because he's a big corner, you know, and it's, it's fun to watch him go to work. Just one of the best yep. to do it. Um, yeah, so keep an eye on Ramsey in in uh, your cornerback specific leagues for sure. Uh, Dominican Sue, Daryl's boy, uh, posted on Twitter that playing for the Raiders would be quote unquote, or quote unquote could be fun. Oh, could you imagine him in the silver and black? Perfect freaking fit, baby. Well, we we thought for a while Sheesh. that it was just a matter. Did we not, Daryl? Say it was a matter of time before he just ran it back with the box. We thought it would happen, and then now they signed Akeem Hicks. Oh, right. yeah. You know, so now it, it ain't happening. Which, so. which I kind of think motivates Sue, right? Uh, you were a Super Bowl contender. I don't know if you, you have to really motivate Bowl. Dominican Sue because he just looks pissed yeah. all the time. He's a bad <laughs> mofo, and I love it. <laughs> Who, My spirit animal. Would be great fit. And like, he should have won the Heisman, damn it. He should have. <laughs> could he end up in Chicago? Like, like – is that does he end up? Do they end up looking his way? Maybe I, I'm just trying to think of where he might fit. I doesn't like the Raiders would make sense for him. Like, it doesn't well, look like I they're think interested. He could, but I think at his age, I think he's looking for a contender, right? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Right. Packers? I, I'm just trying to think of what, like. No way. No way he goes to Green Bay. No <laughs> We'll take way. him. We'll take him. That's some bullshit, <laughs> Calvin. Don't even. No. Hey, you be nice. Uh, gosh, what about the Saints? Could he end up with the Saints? Hey. Ooh, I like that now. Ooh. Go in the division. Ooh. Yeah. Little grudge match against Tom Brady and the Bucks. Yeah. I like that. Motivate yeah. me. Hit Ooh, me with it, Cal. Like yeah. Ooh. I did, Cal. Cal says he's going to the Saints. Put it on Twitter right now. Let's go. Right, <laughs> right after Daryl's uh, Bruce Rousseau is Bruce Smith's tweet. <laughs> Next piece of news. Like, like. I didn't say is. I said like. You know, you know how the internet goes. It just. I do. Changes. I know how you every, are. Every quote tweet, it changes. It don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I think you got a title for this one, by the way. Gregory <laughs> Rousseau is Bruce Smith. <laughs> is Bruce you know Smith. what? I'm writing that down. Right now. <laughs> we always struggle for titles, so we got it. That's it. Rousseau <laughs> is Smith. That's happening out there. Done deal. At KBL F50. <laughs> <laughs> That's happening. I'll log right off. Uh, the Athletics Dan Dugan. <laughs> the Athletics Dan Dugan reports Giants rookie Kayvon Thibodeau mispracticed this offseason with a hip injury. However, Thibodeau is expected to be full go for training camp. Um, sounds like He's everything fine. should be okay. He's mm-hmm. fine. Good. We all like him. We talked about him already. Mm-hmm. So we'll just uh he's good to go. Disney, Apple, and Amazon have submitted bids for the NFL's Sunday ticket. Oh, yeah. So the NFL net our uh, Direct TV's run with the NFL Network is coming to, to an end after this season. Yeah. Um, now, would that include like the, the all the games? Like, because I, like I, this isn't the Red Channel, right? The Red Zone Channel, right? This is different. No, this is the whole NFL Sunday ticket. So I'm assuming it's the whole package. It's like the the eight the channel with the eight games in one, like all that. Yeah, That's, I, I would, that. That I would assume favorite. it's everything. Yes, I love that way to watch football. Like I love the Red Zone Channel. Don't get me wrong; that's a really fun way to watch. But you give me a giant screen with eight games going on, and you can see everything. That's I love, love, love. It's pretty that. nice. <laughs> what, what would be the best? Like, I, I, who would be the? I, I almost feel like. Disney w- would do the best job of this, right? Like, I almost feel like Apple. I don't know. Amazon's got to be a major player, right? I I guess, but like, I what think if Apple done... of Apple of the three is the oddball. It is because they really haven't done enough to to give you confidence right. that they'll produce this well, like you know, or you know, carry it well. Like Amazon, but Amazon like is in the same trajectory, right? Yeah, like, I agree with that. The one that yeah. has produced the most, you know, in terms of like their streaming services and yeah. you know, like they they have the most success with carrying big large products. I mean, they got Star Wars, they got Marvel, like yeah. they can handle NFL Sunday ticket. So I kind of feel like that's the one we gotta root for. Yeah, don't screw it up. I just, like it's a great product. Just don't screw yeah, it up. And yeah, I just, yeah. you know, I just, I just hope they don't get just leave it alone. Too take cartoony it or too, you know what I yeah. mean. I hope they don't take it too far from what it is. You know what though? I tell you what, that Nickelodeon broadcast was a lot of fun. Oh, with uh, oh my Nick god, Wilson. 
Dude, they my kids loved it. Anything. My kids loved it too. I yeah. love that they tried. My to two girls it. don't like don't watch football at all, except yeah. when I have the Packer game out, and they were watching them kick field goals through the uprights of SpongeBob. The I wouldn't like football either if it's I was hilarious. a Packer it was awesome. fan. <laughs> well, you know that's your problem. I like to win, so it doesn't really. It's fine. Oh, oh, oh! That's a, <laughs> Who okay, would be the so best? Like, this is, is the worst where we're going. Okay. Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks ends up being one of the commentators. Like, is that like? Is that, <laughs> is that <laughs> I guess now that I'm thinking about this, wait a second. No, I don't like uh, that. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Oh goodness. So we're thinking Disney. That's that. That's, that's who wins the I think, I think they have the, they're the least likely of these three to screw it up, and that's kind of what I'm thinking about. Yeah. When I'm, you know, looking. I like that. I like that. Uh, Dallas Cowboys linebacker Micah Parsons is eyeing the NFL sack record. Yeah, so apparently he told uh, Demarcus Lawrence that um, he wouldn't get in the uh, team's sack lead back, and he went on to say that he expects at least fifteen sacks, and he would love to go on and break the sack record this year. I mean, I I like the uh, I like the high hopes. I don't know that he'll get there because that bar is pretty high. But uh, mm-hmm. well, that's some, you got, that's some confidence to walk up and tell your teammate you're not getting the sack record back. That is, I love that. He had, that, I mean, that, as a rookie, he had that's clinging right confidence there. right there. Well, right? you said you said you you said NFL sack record in this note, or what did what what are we talking here? Yeah, he 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 wants to. I thought you were talking about team. He told them. No, he told Demarcus Lawrence, "You're not getting the team record back, right?" Okay, gotcha. I didn't know. And then he went on to say that I would at least love to have 15 sacks on the season. Yeah. But my goal is to break the NFL sack record this year. Got it. So I drifted there for a second. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty bold statement to Demarcus Lawrence. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The the biggest thing is is you know like all everybody's wondering um, what his you know, alignment's going to look how like he's going to be used, last year. Yeah. Right. You know, he was such a good pass rusher last year as a rookie. He did everything well. Right. Um, just amazing. Yeah. And they had so many issues with their defensive end and pass rush unit that he had to go there. And now, you know, hopefully DeMarcus Lawrence is healthy and, and obviously Randy Gregory would have been a help, but he's gone, but they have some other guys and Parsons is a better pass rusher than those other guys. But where do they, I mean, you got to think they continue to utilize him there. So just look, and he had 390 defensive line snaps last year. Mm. You know, that's – so he played 960 total, 390 on the defensive line, 540 in the box, and another 20 in the slot. So, um, you know, does that does that role continue for him? That's the biggest question for, for us IDP managers, you know. I just don't know unless he's complaining about it. Like I don't know why you wouldn't, right? Like right, exactly. He was still good at it. He's yeah. just so good at it. Like keep keep doing what you're doing, kid. I mean, 13 sacks in his rookie season. Um, you know, that to me, like just yeah, keep doing it. And I wouldn't put it past him. I mean, it's it's a tall order to get 22 and a half sacks and I guess get to 23, but yeah, um, you know, if anybody could do it, this guy could do it. So he's- he certainly seems like the type he's got that moxie in the game, you know, it's just, uh, it's going to be fun to watch. I'd love to see him get 
100 tackles and like 15 sacks. Oh, like, hell like, yeah. Think about that. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's doable for him. Um, yeah. This year. That, to me, that's more realistic. But like, obviously, the sack record would be nice too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. 100 tackles and 23 sacks would be. Oh, yeah. Pretty, pretty <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, so that's that's gonna be fun to watch him in year two, man. What a I'm excited to see him when he puts on that for an encore because last year was mm-hmm. was fantastic. Uh, the Tennessee Titans have had Daryl's Tennessee Titans mm-hmm. have had some preliminary <laughs> contract talks with strong safety Amani Hooker and inside linebacker David Long. Daryl, what are we thinking here, bud? Yeah, I mean those are no brainers, right? Um, Amani Hooker, what what a great success story. The drafted him, he was a special teams ace, then kind of come in as a backup to when Vaccaro was there, that yep. third nickel guy, big safety guy, and played so well that they let Vaccaro go. He stepped straight into a starting role, um, still on a rookie deal, so definitely want to get him locked up. Um, David Long, we've seen the issues that Tennessee's had the last couple of years with their linebacking spot. Um so I think it, you know, another smart decision by them to lock him up. So um, if you're okay with those guys being in those those positions, fantasy wise, which I am with Hooker and Long, this is a no brainer. This is what you want to hear. You know, a lot of times when players are not getting signed or there's questions about them getting signed. It kind of, as a fancy manager, you're kind of hesitant. Okay, what do I do with it? Especially in Dynasty, what am I doing with them? You know, am I keeping them? Am I trying to trade them? So I think with both of them, you're okay with their spots. You're like, okay, this makes sense. You're you're going to keep them on your roster. All right, David Long or Patrick Queen? David Long. David Long. <laughs> really? That is a question, Calvin. What in Dynasty? In no way! I, I'm so far the other way. I'm Patrick Queen, though. I'm, yeah. I'm probably not a great gauge. He's only 22. <laughs> like people forget how young he is. Uh, let's Dave see. Long is not old. He's not ancient. No, he's 25. Yeah, you're 100. You're right. Um, that, answer, that answer should be you, that. You didn't answer you're that right. question. Queen or Long for you? Because I feel like you're going I, Queen here. It, no, I think you're right. It's David Long because I think he's set up to be like, he's going to have a good year this year. It's just he's oh, in the yeah. last year of his deal. Yep. yep. So I like that they're having contract talks, but I mean, like, they need to get on well, that. They have right? to get like, something done, yeah. right? They're kind of yeah. stretched against the cap already. And they got yeah. Mr. King Henry coming up here pretty soon. Yeah. Ooh, that's going to be an interesting negotiation, too. Ooh. All right. David, David Long or Zach Cunningham? David Long. Long. Okay. Oh, and I would say Queen over Cunningham. You know, no way. Dynasty. No yeah. way. Get the frick out of here. No way. I would. Queen's a bum. So is Cunningham. Maybe, <laughs> but he's better than Queen. At least Queen's 22 with the chance to figure it out. Let's I already know what Cunningham is. Ooh, how about uh, Long or Kaiser White? Long. Well, I'm going to go David Long. Yeah. Okay. All right. You almost screwed that up, Kyle. I was about to find No, I was just, right I was there. trying to think contract wise here because you're white sign in Philly. So, yeah, it's long. Interesting. Good stuff. I mean, like, I, I think, like, okay, well, long or like 
um, Hassan Reddick in Dynasty? Oh. Oh man! Is, it Dynasty? Is that what you said, yeah. Dynasty? Dynasty? Yeah. David Long. Oh, I think it's Reddick. I think it's Reddick for me. I think it's Reddick too, and I hate to yeah. say that because he's going to get a say, shit ton of facts right here. It depends yeah. if he what he's what his position is. If he's an edge, that changes. That's things. true. Well, I guess it kind of depends on the scoring too, right? Yeah. But if it's sack heavy, I think you got to go Reddick. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, so how about circling back to David Long or Demario Davis? I'll take the gamble. I'll go Davis. The sure thing, yeah. Even, I would just, even yeah. in even in Dynasty, I might take Davis here. It's so yeah, hard. It's a big it's, age gap. It is a big age gap. It is. That's but, you know what Davis, interesting. Yeah, that that is I a good. Take, that's a. I like that veteran that young guy duo because they're different ends of the spectrum and contract mm-hmm. year guy who's got a couple years left. Do you want? Yeah, the sure there's thing. No, first of all, there's no way that Davis plays for another team. No. New Orleans is no, not, no, way. They're not no that, way. They're not that dumb. No. Um, I mean that defense, Cal, held you guys in games last year. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Believe me, yeah. it's so it awesome. It wasn't the stellar quarterback play we were getting. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Dude, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like that the Tampa Bay game. Like, if you didn't like defense, oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I loved it. But <laughs> Jason Hill beat Tom Brady last year. That's a real thing that really happened. <laughs> real life, <Wow. laughs> I can't with that madness. Oh, no, Jeez. good stuff, good stuff. Um. Last piece of news, is that where we're going? Yeah, last piece. Philadelphia Eagles defensive end Brandon Graham hopes to play 15 seasons with the team. This will be his 13th year with the Eagles. Yeah, I saw this t- today when I was looking up the news and notes. And um, he said he would be open to playing for another team. But if that was the case, it would probably be a one-year deal. Because all of his kids are together. They're kind of settled in Philadelphia. You know, we talk about all the on-field stuff. We don't really realize what an impact the family side has, right? Mm. Um, Which I get, right? You've been there for 13, you're heading into 13 years. Uh, Just to up and move around is, uh, that's tough. Um, now, my thing would be, I get that, I understand all that, and this is year 13, but do we really think he has, counting this year, he has three more years in Philadelphia? If he does, it's not going to be as a starter. I think he starts this year, possibly some next year, depending on his production, but after that, I don't, I don't feel real confident he's the guy – on the outside. I almost feel confident he's not, right? Like I I I mean he's a great player. I mean I, I like right. I feel like he's been around and been so consistent and so solid, you know, unfortunately, you know, didn't get to play a full season last season, but he had been so consistent, so solid with all of that and then um 
but I see him going back to kind of what he was at the beginning of his career, probably where he wasn't really out there. He wasn't a starter. He was rotation, more, more rotation kind of guy mm-hmm. for the first few years. And just seems like that's the way this is headed. So I'm, 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 I'm with you. Your hesitation there resonates with me, Hollywood. No, I think you guys nailed it. Yeah. And, um, you know, Philly's just got a, but they got Griff Graham stays that you got Josh Lett and they brought, um, Derek Barnett back, who's not been what they had hoped, but yeah, it's a, and, and then Reddick's the, you know, the, the premier pass rusher of that group so far. I, I like Josh Sweat though. Um, I, I'm so ready for him to this. take that step. So he only played two games last year before he went down with injury. So we'll kind of nix that. But mm-hmm. 2020, eight sacks, 2019, eight and a half, 2018, four. 2017, nine and a half. So exclude 2021. So from 2017 to 20, he had eight sacks or more three of the four seasons. Mm-hmm. Do we see him getting back to that this year? Eight plus sacks. Do we see him getting to that? Because that's kind of if you're a fantasy owner, snaps. that's kind of what you're that's kind of what you're banking on, right? You need those sacks. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it's the 70 to 75% snap percentage that he was getting during that time. Like to me, that's, can he get that? And I I just don't know. I mean, like, I, I I'm not sure that he is able to, after, you know, after the injury coming back, um, you know, he, I don't think he was in the two games he played. I don't think he was getting that kind of snap count. Was he under, he was actually getting 50. He was actually getting 35% in the two games he played last year. Yes, yeah. that's yeah, that's the word. And that that's, was down from be 69 the year before. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's likely the you know the old vet role, like Kyle was saying. That's the worry, yeah. you know. That's with those other guys there. You know, I believe they paid sweat, didn't they? And they brought Barnett back in a one year deal. So I mean I think so, yes. You know, and then however they deploy Reddick in their different sets. So yeah, I mean he's just gonna He's going to be the veteran guy who gets his whatever, 35, 40% snaps maybe, and and uh, fire up the troops type deal. Not what he used to be, you know? Yeah, they don't have a ton of, like, young talent, I guess, is, like, the thing that makes you say, like, okay, maybe he could get back to that. But, um, you know, I don't know. At, to me, like, the arrows seem to be pointing down a little bit. Like, yeah. With a new regime, and that's that that's yep. what makes me a little worried. You yeah, know, as you get a little older. That, well, that's my question. And, you know, he wanted to play 15 years in Philadelphia, and I don't know. I don't know that his production is going to allow that, right? And he said he would be open to playing somebody else, but it would probably be only one year deal. So mm-hmm. that tells me he's he's gonna have to perform here or he's done in Philadelphia, I think. I don't but see them right. bringing him on another two years. That part of it doesn't get talked about enough. That part of it of the family, like the moving, the you know, pulling right. out of schools, the all that Your stuff. Kids are in school; yeah. they're all together. Yeah. They're settled. Yeah, and so especially yeah. youngsters, right? It's different if yeah. they're right. kind of graduating, yeah. ready to go to college. But yeah, you're like this is my team. This is my city. This is where my kids yeah. are. This is like what? What else? Like I want a Super Bowl here. What else do I have to prove? Um, I'm going to retire and not have to buy a drink anywhere I go, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, be loved in the city, and yeah, yeah, exactly. Not have to uproot your family and go get you know find new schools for your kids and get settled. And yeah, that's that's stuff we got. You know, we don't really think about all the time, too. I guess with the, with the guys like you know the towards mm-hmm. the end of their careers. Yep. Yeah. Probably get Absolutely. some kind of a network, like some kind of a gig, like calling games or you know oh, yeah. talking about on an after show for the Eagles or you know maybe moving up in the you know, management there or something like I, I, I like the commitment to the city and the and the team in that way. Yeah. And I you know, I do uh, love when you see a player who cares about that. And uh you know, it's it's not always about I gotta go find a way to you know, like Tom Brady's the is the aberration, right? Like he's the one that like yeah. I, I'll do this till I'm fifty <laughs> and I like yeah. Yeah. I like I would have quit so long ago if I was him. I'd have been like, I'm the best there was. Like that I'm just I'm yeah. done. I'm, I'm gonna quit. He could have done that 10 years ago and that's still been true. <laughs> just that's about absolutely <laughs> pretty wild. Yeah, like you it's said, good. it's it's not uh it's not the norm. <laughs> right. Well, guys, awesome. that's all I got for news and notes, man. Awesome. So before we get into our main event, you know, we got to pay a few bills as we always do. Uh, check out Action 24 7, locally owned by Tennesseans for Tennesseans. Um, they're comparable to all the big sites. Um, anytime you want to make a deposit, use our promo code Hollywood100. You deposit 400, they're going to match you 400, right? So that's 800 bucks that you can go on their site and um, gamble with. Um, I love it. I use it all the time. So go check them out. Uh, We want to thank MFL.com for sponsoring all of our listener leagues. Um, I mean, they do such a great job. Anytime we've had an issue, they're they're quick to handle it. So check them out. Um, Wow. Main event. We didn't really have a set topic, Calvin. Um, of Youth course, parents. this no. <laughs> they're what? Youth parents and what's wrong? Youth, oh no! Don't yeah. no! Don't get me started on that. No, <laughs> we'll get banned. <laughs> um, although we could, like I told you before, we could probably have three episodes just on that topic. Yeah. Ugh. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> um, my bad. It's my bad. draft season, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. For uh, a lot of fantasy leagues, we've just had the NFL draft a couple months ago, so a month and a half ago. So we're now we're into draft season. Is there any rookies that, not necessarily the high rookies? I mean, if that's if that's what you're thinking, go ahead. But is there a specific rookie or rookies? That you're thinking, man, the value is there. This this is who I'm taking. Um, you know, like does like Jermaine Johnson, would he qualify for the being an answer to that question? Like somebody that's a little oh, bit God, yeah. lower. Well, I think so, because most people would tell you Trevon Walker, Kayvon Thibodeau, Aiden Hutchison is the top three, right? Right. So if you're looking at my spreadsheet that I do, that I give out to my Patreons, mm. and it's not a perfect, it's not a perfect system, but it has predicted some good players. Like a few years ago, it predicted Max Crosby as one of the best pass rushers in the class. Mm. Well, guess what? In this year's class, Jermaine Johnson 
is the best pass rusher in this class if you go by that grading system. Boom. I didn't even know that. There you go. Like, I agree with your yeah. spreadsheet. I I think there's a really good chance. <laughs> he's he's going to be bookend opposite Lawson, right? So, I mean, like, he's got a – he's got potential for some good opportunity early on, in my opinion, and could make kind of an immediate impact. Great player. Um, Kyle, what do you think? Like, uh, are you with, with the spreadsheet there? Do you think Jermaine Johnson's <laughs> a guy? I, I'm a huge Jermaine Johnson fan. Um, no, I – Hey, Hollywood, you know, his spreadsheet has yielded some nice gems. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I like Johnson. I like I like the spot with the Jets. Um, you know, Lawson, like you said, he'll be coming back from injury. They had high hopes for him last year. Unfortunately, he got hurt mm-hmm. right before the season, never got a shot. Uh, John Franklin Myers is another player there that stepped up a little bit last year, was solid. And um, I think early on I expect, you know, the expectation is Lawson and Franklin Myers to, you know, probably be the starters mm-hmm. and then mix in Jermaine Johnson. But the thing I like with Jermaine Johnson is I think he's a really good run defender. Mm. You know what I mean? So he's a got a really nice balanced skill set. I thought, even though it was nice. one year, one year of production, you know, moving from Georgia to Florida state, but it was a hell of a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I think, I don't think he's necessary, you know, and Carl Austin's kind of a pass rush specialist per se too. Right. You know, mm-hmm. his time in Cincinnati. So how does, how does that mix work? They got to, I think those three could kind of work nicely together where you, you could see Johnson maybe even coming in to play a little bit of run. He's not just going to be, I don't necessarily think he could just be one thing right away. You know, he might do, might be used differently than most rookies, you know, with what they have in store and what they run. So I'm really curious to see the mix of those guys. I'm excited to see Jermaine Johnson. I've, I've, I've acquired a few shares um, when I can, you know, I've traded up to get him a couple spots and, and yeah, I, I like Jermaine Johnson. I like that. So I love this, this topic by Calvin right out the gate here, because this has been one of the biggest questions I've had, because like I said, Everybody knows Thibodeau. Everybody knows Hutchison. Trayvon Walker is the the hot topic, right, Jack? Suxonville mm-hmm. wanted to take him one-on-one. So I do a spreadsheet every year, and it's based on actual live drafts, right? Mm-hmm. Not mock drafts, actual live drafts. So I kind of tell you this. So Hutchison is the first rookie off the board at 14-6. Thibodeau is third at 18.8. Trevon Walker is at is third at, among defensive ends at 27.5. Hmm. Jermaine Johnson's not coming off till 34.9. So basically 35. Well, tell I, me the value. It's a no-brainer, right? I, I'm in a league with you where it's the Dr. T in the 11 IDPs league. Um, on, on sleeper and he went four Oh five in that draft. Yeah. Like that's just amazing value for somebody. That's insane that value. Win. Yeah. Insane. I, I like that. Yeah. And, and so I don't I, know as much as I love Thibodeau. I don't know that Jermaine Johnson ooh. might be the best pass rusher right there. I mean, he's close. I mean, you are, you are a Jermaine Johnson fanboy. I am all the signs point to it. Right. The spreadsheet the says. Opportunity. <laughs> Damn you, Kyle. Yes, the spreadsheet says, but the opportunity's there with the Jets. He's yeah. got a solid bookend on the other side. Defensive-minded head coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, at that value, 
if I'm not getting Thibodeau or Hutchison, and even if even if I have that opportunity, I think the value with Johnson, a full you're basically getting him a full two rounds later. I think the value's there. I think that's where you got to look. I think so too. And, you know, the secondary improved a little bit, which should, you know, help even, you know, that, that push and, you know, a little bit extra time, hopefully if Gardner can do his job on the outside and, you know, it's that, that team I think is quietly heading in a good, pretty good direction. Uh, oddly enough, and maybe that's just, you know, the Charlie Brown and Lucy holding the ball and what, you know, feeling like you're, he's going to get just pulled away. <laughs> it just feels like they're heading in the right direction. And, you know, I, I, I like it now. I don't know that I'm going to go. Uh, I, I still obviously want Thibodeau. I, I want Thibodeau even at value, like where, where he's going. Cause I think he's a superstar, but Jermaine Johnson right. later, late, later, if you miss out and, and you, that's part of why maybe you go with the linebacker there instead early, earlier on. Um, and you can fill your defensive ends. Well, that, with that was kind of my Thibodeau point. Johnson. Exactly. Everybody's going to be, mm-hmm jumping all over themselves for those top three, right? Yep. And maybe maybe so much so that it's ridiculous because in some of these drafts, you know, this is just an average. There's a high, there's a low. Mm-hmm. Some of these drafts, I've seen some ridiculous draft spots for those first three. And Jermaine Johnson's just kind of, hey, I'm hanging out there. Mm-hmm. Don't. You don't have to reach, I guess, is what I'm saying. Don't reach for one of the big three. If the value's there, the spot's right, take them because they're studs. Right. But pretty deep class defensive end. It's a nice group. Yeah. It, yep. <clears throat> Absolutely. What else you got, Calvin? I can see those wheels turning. Oh, shit. He's muted. He don't even know he's muted. Look at him. This oh, he does. He's, he's looking at it. This is a this is a Kyle Bellafield move right here. <laughs> I can't believe he said my last name right. Hey, this ain't my first radio, we, homie. Okay, all right, I can hear He's you back. now. It, Kyle messed me up. I, whatever it was, it was Kyle's fault. Way to go, Kyle! <laughs> Way to mess up, just, Kyle. Taking a page <laughs> off of Daryl's book, there, man. I, like. You mentioned earlier it's been a little while since you fired him. Maybe that he's just getting a little yeah. carried away with some of his antics now. Yeah. No. yeah. You know, I'm trying my best to be a better person, but he's not letting it happen. I may have to fire his ass. I thought for sure the Packer comment. I said the Packer comment earlier just for you would fire me. You didn't do it. You're getting yeah. soft, like dude. Said, you are getting I, soft. I, I, nor- I normally no, let the no Packers slide. Now. I normally let that slide, but I threw that out there for the sole reason to get fired. Look at you. You just keep pumping the damn I'm like a toddler, dude. I'm a toddler pushing the limits here. That's all I am. I'll smack your ass with a newspaper right here. (laughs) All right, Cal. All right. Now I'm ready. Now I'm ready. No more sabotaging me here, Cal. I'll stop. I'll stop. Which is a great freaking song by the Beastie Boys, right? (laughs) We'll rock this mic eight days a week, baby. Come on. There you go. Uh, so let's talk about then, because you you get below a certain point, then you start thinking about opportunity. And opportunity. Right. What the hell happened to Calvin? Whoa. Kyle, this is your fault, Cal. Whoa. Time out. Whoa. Time out. We can't hear you. Oh, mute it. Nope. 
This is my fault. Technical difficulties nope. by uh, Kyle Bellafue. Nope. Sorry. Okay. I think I'm back. He's back. There you go. I promise I've done this before. Like, I, like this doesn't normally happen to me. So, uh, <laughs> Don't worry. This kind of stuff, it's because, it's because you're on with us because this is the stuff that we yes. do, Cal. You're Believe a victim me, of your surroundings right now. so many technical wow. difficulties. It it's ain't not, funny. Just, I just, see it now. Just know, Cal, it's not you itself. <laughs> <laughs> it happens to plenty of guests. Don't worry. Uh, it yes. happens to plenty yes. of guests. Um... How about like Arnold? I don't know how to pronounce his last name. There you go. In Atlanta, like sauce on it. There's a pretty good chance that he leads the team in like in different edge snaps, right? Like, is there anybody that's gonna out snap him on that team? He brought in Lorenzo Carter, but I mean, yeah, he's okay. But yeah. Ebikati's a good player too. Well, they also yeah. got D'Angelo Malone too, right? Right. But yeah, Ebikati. I mean, it's there for the taking. I, I think the way he plays, he you know he's he's like he can be a little bit smaller, I guess, but like he's he's got great hands. Like he's super quick, yep. and that team's gonna be down a lot. Like I mean, like what let's if, just go. What if like, I told you his draft value was fifty three point one in rookie drafts? Yeah, look at that. Is what? What is it there? 53.1. I like Ooh. that. Yeah, you're talking about like getting him as like super late, maybe even not even doesn't even go drafted in some of your leagues, and you can go pick him up off the waiver wire. Wow. Even right. and and could could be in a great position to gain a lot of value between now and next year, like right away. And you know, like, is he ever going to be a superstar? Probably not. But I mean, like, he was the second round pick. I mean, it's not like he doesn't have the draft capital. He's got sure. the opportunity. Opportunity. Yeah. And, you know, it just doesn't seem like that's the kind of player that should be going that late in drafts to me. Right. I agree. Yeah. I mean, like you said, like capital solid opportunity is for the taking. Mm-hmm. That, so let me that Atlanta, that that Atlanta pass rush has been horrible. Right. So, oh, God. Yeah. You know, let me see. Where, so where's he so, been going in some of these drafts? So now, now I got to see what Calvin thinks here. Kyle's boy here. Oh gosh, David Ajabo. Why is he? Ooh. Well, because he's Michigan. Okay, okay. I, th- I thought you had he's some other. Really going to miss part of the year, if not most of the year, with the injury because Achilles, of the late, yeah, yep. the late Achilles tear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if that doesn't happen. <clears throat> He's a he, man. He may have may have been a top fifteen pick if that doesn't happen. I think there's a chance. So with it's, that in mind, he's coming off the board at pick forty three in rookie drafts. Which I will admit, some of the leagues I'm in, I'm taking him, and I'm immediately putting him on IR. Which is mm-hmm. what is exactly the same thing that Baltimore is going to do, right? Mm-hmm. They think he's a first round talent. They're going to stash him on IR. They're going to let him get healthy. I think he's going to be their best pass rusher when he gets healthy. This is 
And by the way, Baltimore freaking slayed this draft. Oh, yeah, they did. Slayed it, man. Yeah, they did. I'm trying to think. Like, have we ever seen a uh, a a Baltimore pass rusher coming off an Achilles injury do well before? Have we seen that? Has that happened? <laughs> oh yeah, Darrell Stuggs. Yeah, so not it, bad. Yeah, it, that's <laughs> pretty good. I mean, and he's the kind of guy that's got the talent to be. I mean, look, if Gregory Rousseau can be Bruce Smith. Oh, here we go. David and John <laughs> Suggs. Put it on the board. Let's go. Put it on the board. Put it on the board. Put it on the board. <laughs> no, I really do like – you're right. They killed this draft, and, like, he is the kind of player that can come out and and just absolutely crush it. Like, he, like I love the fit, love the landing spot, love the way that, you know, they're going to be able to – yeah. You know, utilize him going forward. It just they just always end up finding these kind of players, and I, I just yeah, it's it's a it's a no brainer. And at that draft spot, you're getting a little bit. You're not getting as much of a value probably as I would hope on the kind of player he is, right? Like like coming off Achilles injury, you'd hope that you'd be getting a little bit better, a little bit more of a discount, but well, still, you know, he's not being drafted in every leagues. When I when it, I do these draft sheets, I'm just. This is just the average in the leagues he's drafted. There's a mm. few leagues he's not even being drafted. So, I mean, if you wanted to take that into factor, his draft average is probably way down. But yeah, he went 406 in in uh, that league that I mentioned earlier that that we're in, and he is he's a defensive lineman on on sleeper. 406, yes. and if you need pass rush help, I'm smashing that all day. You just you just got to wait a year, but. The talent's there, and that's that's the thing. And I don't think, and he his defense. I don't hold, think hold, fantasy hold managers think, will be patient, Kyle. Right? Well, not all of them are. But I'm just another thing is, how hard do you think the, the, that Mike McDonald was banging the table for them to draft Jabo coming from Michigan to Baltimore? Right. Get my boy. Uh, get you him. Know? Get yeah. him. Him and Jason uh-huh. Oway or Adafi Oway are going to just scream off the edge. He had to be just pounding the table at whatever forty-seven pick 47 the second round right just a crazy value but yeah you like daryl said not everybody's gonna be patient but you're gonna have to be and the rewards could be well worth it if you just wait right and, and you take them and throw them on your taxi let them sit there um as a pass rusher dudes the ceiling's huge he's got some work to do against the run that wasn't his gig he's inexperienced didn't have a ton of playing time but as a pass rusher in college i know i've probably said this plenty of times we talk about him but uh, he's, he has a lot of skill for a guy that hasn't played a ton of snaps in college. And you watch him, you're just like, man, this guy really – he sets up his moves. He, he just – he doesn't – you wouldn't think this guy only has a handful of games as a pass rusher, right? He, 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 there's a lot there, a lot there to like, and athletically he's just gifted. So, um, And he gets to go to a familiar face with, with Mike McDonald as his D.C. So you got to love it. Just going to have to wait. Would you rather him or Channing Tindall? Ojabo. Yeah. Ojabo. Oh I'll take Ojabo and I'll wait. Oh my gosh. I got to check my, I got to check here. I gotta, check your ranks. Check I got to see. I think I have them somewhere here. Where are they? Um, I mean, unless, unless it's just so scary. I think I have Tyndall higher. I do think I have Tyndall higher. Oh. Towards inside linebackers, middle linebackers, you know, tackle heavy. If it's just so skewed that way, then maybe Tyndall. But if things mm-hmm. are all equal, 
I'm checking a job, but when I, I have write, Tyndall a couple, a couple, I I, I got to make sure I'm speaking to my ranks here. You. I do have Tyndall Not a couple. Being a true fan. I'm disappointing you, Kyle. That's just shameful. Hey, I'm just being honest, but that could, I think I could change my mind case to case when I'm on the clock. Now mm. he's waffling. Especially with this Look class. at him. Colin Matthews starts waffling. waffling. Look at him. Yeah, he's always. I had waffles waffle. for breakfast this morning, dude. They were awesome. <laughs> I love a good freaking waffle, by the way. Can't beat a good waffle. How about the waffle Chad, is good too. Chad Muma. <laughs> or a Jabu. A Jabu. A Jabo, yeah. Muma in another spot would be different. Right, yeah. I think that's the thing that hurts The him. fact that they took Devin yeah. Lloyd in the first round, then come back yep. and got him, that killed his value. Um, yep. It's not so much where they drafted him at. It's the fact that they took Devin Lloyd in front of him, which kind of goes which, back to what yeah. I said. Devin Lloyd is the best linebacker in this class. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I really like Muma. I think – you put him anywhere else, his value holds weight. But yeah, with with Suxonville taking Lloyd in the first round, killed him. Paying, killed paying him. a Luicon. I do think yeah. I, I'm told in, in a, the same respect with the job. I've said this before too with Chad Muma. I have no problem drafting him and waiting because that guy is talented. I think he's he the is. best, the best tackling linebacker in this oh. class. Oh Muma. Yeah. Ooh. Just, just watching his tape, I loved it. I thought as a tackler, he was the best. I'm not. I don't hate Mama. I really don't. I thought he was as good as anybody in this and class. But if mm-hmm. if injury if injury strikes a Lucon or Lloyd this year, he's going to be an insta waiver wire pickup and redraft. I mean, like it's not it's not a talent problem with Muba. It's an opportunity problem right now. Right. And, and that's you just gonna have to be patient, but as Daryl said, not everybody's gonna be patient. But I think nope. Muma's gonna be it, it's gonna be tough to uh mm-hmm. in a couple years. I think they're gonna have a problem in a couple years with that out on a Luicon not taking it and wanting to see Muma and Lloyd together. Right. I just have right. I have uh visions of that. But how anyway. about how about uh Ajobu or Logan Hall? Ajabo. Ajabo. I, I do think like Hall is more of a defensive tackle type guy. He's I, versatile, but yeah, I I like the I kind of like the fit. Um, I do too. You know, Golston and Hicks aging and yep. uh, some opportunity there, but yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I'd rather a Jobo a Jabo too. So right, I'm with you. Is there a rookie whose landing spot you just Maybe you were so high on him, and hmm. once the draft hit, you were like, "Oh shit, I, I can't do this. I'm out. I'm I'm all out." That's a good question. I oh gosh, um, because I feel like our Muma conversation kind of fit that. Because I think yeah, I was trying to go somewhere else. Because, band, everybody thought Muma was going to be the hot pick, right? And then Jacksonville takes. Lloyd, and then they come back and get Moomin, and they're like, oh, shit, I, we can't do this. Right. And it doesn't have to be Muma. I mean, is is that that's the scenario? Is there a guy that you were super high on, and you're like, oh, shit, this landing spot's not working for me. I'm out. Oh, gosh. Kind of like Kyle. This landing spot <laughs> for Kyle is not working for me, so he's out, right? You know, bring back – Jesus, help me out. Never just, thought I would say bring back Dan. Oh. Yeah. You just keep bringing me back on one week contracts. 
I'm a glutton for punishment. I'm a glutton for punishment. You are. You do it to it's yourself. Hopefully, I sign you on one year deals and not long term. One year deals is more like one week or two week deals, depending on yeah. when we record. One day deals. You know, sometimes <laughs> I hit call up DMs and I'm like, what the yeah. hell did I get my fucking self into? Do you like the landing spot for Sam Williams in Dallas? Do you like the fact that he he ended Ooh, up there? Great question. I do. I like the I fact do? that he got second round draft capital, but I don't know about like the Dallas. I I, I keep going back and, and I forth. Like, sell me, Kyle. Sell me on it. I want to kind of like what I'm hearing you. though. Yeah, because I've been here and he's, you know, he's he's with these guys. He's trying to learn. He wants to be better. I think there's an opportunity there, right? Could be. I think, De- I think Demarcus Lawrence, we've seen the best of him. His days are behind him. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly, you're not going to outdo Parsons. Right. But I think there's a need there. I mean, you let Randy Gregory go. Well, they did well, let him go. Let they him tried. Go. He decided to go. <laughs> they tried like hell to not let him go. Well, you know, props up Randy Gregory out, you know. Um Man, I, that's a, that's a tough question, Calvin. Uh, to, it just is tough, like uh, to see when you got somebody that's eating up as much room as Micah Parsons is. Like, you know, you don't see a lot of like, you know, super. And he's a guy that I th- I think he's pretty talented, right? Like, I mean, he like just the right landing spot. If he ends up mm-hmm. in a, in an Atlanta or something like that, you might feel a lot better about him. Or, you know, um, I'm trying to think of what the right Maybe that's the best location, but I just think he it puts him more in the like. Would you rather him or Drake Jackson in San, in San Francisco? And that's a that's a lot of the when you're on the clock, those two are the pick that in all my drafts. Man, that's, that's so close, right? And right. I think in a lot of rankings, that's you're going to see those guys next to each other, and that's. But like before that the draft, point. which one did you want? I had Drake Jackson before the draft. Ahead of Williams before Drake the draft, you had him ahead. Okay. Yep. Okay. I, I just kind of like the way I, I, I like I, I like Sam Williams game a lot. And I just wasn't I sure. I'm not sure about the landing spot there in Dallas. I guess it's the closest one that I think. Um, what about boy, boy, Mafi? Mafi? Oh, yeah. Boy, Mafi. Yeah. So he's an interesting case, too, because good capital, good player, explosive. You know, just a lot of things you like about him athletically and the landing spot. The thing is with Seattle – is they rotate, right? And they just have exactly. a bunch of guys. And now they're talking with, uh, you know, their whole scheme might change a little bit here. They might go with some odd fronts. And uh, mm-hmm. so that's something to watch, like what training camp looks like, where he's lining up and what they're looking like, you know, defensively. Because so the Drake Jackson Carroll, six, even front, cover three, cover for one. Drake Jackson. The what? The Drake Jackson is 68.7. Oh, Sam Williams is sixty-six point five. Who's the right other Mafe, boy, Mafe. Mafe is fifty-four point one. Okay, full round. So Mafe is going Ooh. a full round ahead of those two. Which I don't think that's. I don't think he should be going a full round ahead with the I'll rotation they do in Seattle. No way. Yeah. Huh? No way. That's yeah, too much. Yeah, I would. Uh... Yeah, that's a little crazy there. And if I'm picking one of the three. And I, 
I guess if I'm picking immediate, I go Sam Williams. Long term, I'm going Drake Jackson. And I yeah. know that sounds kind of funny because they're all rookies, but I think the immediate opening is in Dallas for Sam Williams. But I think Drake Jackson is a better pass rusher and a little bit long-term in mm. San Francisco. He's the guy. Where's Nick Benito going in, in, in that? What's his uh, yeah. ADP? <clears throat> a second here. Nick Benito. Um, I have to find him here. Hang on. Well, he's not up there. Because he's one. I mean, like, that's not really the pass rush situation you want being there in Denver. Right. You know, Bradley Chubb struggles with, with health, but, you know, right. Gregory, Gregory got paid. And if Chubb is healthy, he's, you know, he's a good player. But uh, and Benito is second round capital as well. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like you said, it's a solid investment. Yeah. Jerry, and- do you need me to spell for yes. you? You got it? Uh, I'm looking. I have to scroll through here and see where he's at. It's <laughs> scrolling a while. I was just going to say. Like me when I'm trying to put my birthday in on some oh, of those sites. Is. We got to scroll down. Really, so, <laughs> so Nick Benito. <laughs> well, sometimes these names run together. So Nick Benito is going at 59.9. So basically pick 60. Mm. So half around ahead of. So ahead of those other guys, right? Yeah. Wait, so that's ahead of... Yeah, it was 66 and 68 for the other two. Mm-hmm. Well, he's wow. just behind Moffay. Moffay's going at 54. He's going at 59. But ahead but of Sam ahead Williams of Sam and Drake Williams Jackson. At 66 and a half, yeah. Mm. And I don't know that he should be, right? Like, I kind of feel like Williams should and Jackson either. should be ahead of him. I would take yeah, Williams over him, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, and again, but you know, good, good player. But yeah, I mean, like, gosh, that's tough. And he's getting good reports, you know, mm-hmm. out of camp, which I like. It's really good. But yeah, if, if Chubb and Gregory stay healthy, you just wonder how much time he's going to be able to have there. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, I guess you guys talked me into Sam Williams. I kind of wasn't sure, like, if that's the. But you're right. I guess there is that opening. You know, there on, is, on the right? I mean, because yeah. ever since the the issue with Demarcus Lawrence with the whole surgery thing, you know, mm-hmm. they wanted him to get it. He didn't want to get it. He's like, I'm sitting out. I'm not going to have this surgery or whatever it is procedure until you give me the contract. And ever since then, the whole thing's been downhill for him, right? Right. You got Randy Gregory comes back makes a splash he's got his issues now he's out he's like peace out mm-hmm. i'm going to colorado where it's legal um <laughs> you got you got the super rookie micah parsons right just set the freaking world on fire who okay yes even as high as i was on parsons because i thought he was going to be that inside guy just tearing shit up mm-hmm. i never dreamed that he would be that type of edge rusher which is which is crazy because if you go back to his high school days, that's what he started out as was a defensive end. So mm-hmm. I think Sam Williams, the opportunity is there. There's an opening there. Um, I, I just, it's tough. It's that that's tough. Well, so part of it is because you've got, Micah Parsons taking defensive end snaps, right? Like yes. that's part of what gives you a little bit of hesitation. Cause if you didn't have that part, like 
I mean, Dante Fowler, I guess, is the other starter right now, opposite Lawrence. him and Dorrance. Him and Dorrance Armstrong would be the the, the candidate to be, you know, opposite the D Law. And, and then, I don't think yeah, I, I them are anything to be excited about. I think no, I take the upside with right. Sam Williams there. Yep. Dorrance like, Armstrong's been there. He knows the system. They, he was yeah, there last year. He knows the Dan Quinn deal. So, like, they brought him on a two-year deal. He's kind of yeah. a rotational player that's going to get some snaps there. It just it just makes right. you wonder what that snap percentage is going to look like for a guy yeah. like Sam Williams. I guess that's what my hesitation is. But um, my hope would be he works into, like, a situational pass rusher role as a rookie at some point. I would love to see yeah. that. Because that's his best attribute is using his athleticism, his burst, his speed. Sam Williams, Not I a great run defender. Right? Just pin his ears back. Right. I yeah. think immediately with Lawrence, despite the issues or who you know, Armstrong or whoever, mm-hmm. I think you kind of pump the brakes a little bit redraft. But long term, I like mm-hmm. Sam, Sam Williams. I like him there. Right. It's it, it's just that weird, like the, the way they use Parsons makes it. You it know, does. It does, yeah. I get the reservation, though. Yeah, I do understand that. It does right. have to equate into the process of how does he see the field. Totally right. get it. Yeah, I do, right. I do understand. Yeah. So I that's mean, why I, that that's the one that I wrestle with the most. You asked yeah. about like you know which it. one the it. you know like as far as landing spot. I just would have liked that to have been a little bit more clear for him because mm-hmm. I think he's a good player. I think it and and he could he could develop into that guy that just takes that spot and like you know. But I I, I just. There's so Even as a now. rotational guy, there's a role there. There's a value there, right? Sure. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. We yep. want a little more, though. Yeah. There, something right? clearer. You know, somewhere yeah. that yeah. we don't have Micah Parsons muddying it up a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> well, not, yep. You know, not everybody can be the 101s like Micah Parsons and Hollywood Titan. Not everybody can be that. I'm just right, saying. Here we right. go. <laughs> not everybody's built that way. It's built no. different. <laughs> built different. Hashtag built different. <laughs> you know, we're gangsters. We yeah. bring it. We ain't scared yeah. to say it either, you know? Yeah. That's right. You know, he says, hey, DeMarcus Launch, you're not getting the team lead in sacks back. And I'm like, hey, Kyle, mm-hmm. this this is IDP. This is my show, baby. Yeah. No, I, same cloth. I, we're built from the same cloth. Gangsters. Yeah. I bet I he has an I, awesome I spreadsheet. I, I bet his spreadsheet is amazing. <laughs> Just... <laughs> So good. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, <shit. sighs> oh wow. Oh, those damn used parents getting on my nerves again. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Love it. Good stuff. Okay, so let's let's switch to defensive backs. I mean, Calvin's on it tonight. I love this. So there's a lot of there's a lot of a lot of discussion about defensive acts. Um, yeah. Clearly, Kyle Hamilton mm. separates himself, right? He's like, you know, he's up there with me and Parsons, right? He's the one I want. He's up there. <laughs> he's up there. He's got um, a spreadsheet somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I bet it's amazing, too. I bet it's beautiful. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's pretty nice. nice. I'm sure yeah. it's pretty nice. Um, outside of Hamilton, What's your thoughts on the defensive back class? And there's kind of so many ways you can go with this, just as the rookies, team needs, whatever. What's, what's your initial thoughts? And I, I love kind of putting P 
people on the spot here because yeah. I think your initial <laughs> response is probably the most right response, right? It is for me. When people put me on the spot, my initial response is probably nine times out of 10 or at least eight out of 10. It's probably mm. right. Um, so take Hamilton out of it defensive back wise. What do you well, think? Well, hang on. Let's not bypass Hamilton too quick because I think there is oh. a little bit of a difference. Is Hamilton a difference maker? Oh my like, God. He's Get good. the hell he's out of here with this class. shit. He's the best in the class, right? I mean, no doubt. I mean, like, it, like he's the clear top safety, but is he the kind of safety that you're going to want to like reach yes. for? Yes. You are? Yes. Yes. I just don't know that he's. Uh, yes. Tell me why I shouldn't. Like, you, are you putting him we in the. About you, Baltimore killing this class. Travis Jones, David Ajabo, Kyle Hamilton. Mm -hmm. If any team won this just on IDP alone, it was Baltimore. Have you sure. not went back and watched Kyle Hamilton play Florida State? Mm -hmm. that He's good. Go back and watch that game. That dude was. Kyle didn't say he wasn't good, Daryl. He said, is he. He's sell him on the. 101 Blake Hollywood good. Right. He is the 101. The gap between yeah. Hamilton and the rest of the safeties at this class. In this class, good. yes. But yeah. is he that tier one in the way that like, you know, like he's, I, I think people, some people talk about him like he's Jamal Adams. And he's not that type of player. He's a different type of player, but I think he's better than Adams. <sighs> what? He's not better than Ad Jamal Adams. Coverage-wise, he is. Yes, sir, he is. But fantasy, fantasy-wise, he's not. He's not the. He's not Jamal Adams, right? He's not going to put the numbers up that Jamal Adams puts up. He's not going to get the sacks, right? I'll give you that. Yes. Right. I, like I think the you know like the Derwin Jameses and the like Jeremy. I, I just feel like Kel Hamilton too quickly is being put in that almost like kind of what we did on the wide with wide receivers, right? Like we had Justin Jefferson, we had Jamar Chase. Now everybody wants like there to be Garrett Wilson's going to be Jamar. Chase. No, he's not. He's not going to no, be that. Right. Drake yeah. London or you know these but guys. I think, like, I think your your argument there, Garrett Wilson is not those guys. Jamar Chase, whoever. But I think Kyle Hamilton's closer to Jamal Adams than they are to Jamar Chase. That's probably true. Um, it it just it's to me he's more of a like for for dynasty. Let me just, so so let me just throw a couple of names out. Well, Kyle Hamilton. Would you rather have him or your guy Kevin Byard? The fact that you're thinking I, about it, right? Like Kevin Byers, no like dynasty, right? Well, I'm thinking dynasty. dynasty, right? Yeah. The fact that you're thinking about it, he's not a super. He's not, that's not a superstar. Uh, well, that's like saying Kevin Byers is not a superstar, and he is. Well, I, I don't know that he's, but he, Kevin Byard is like the. He's like a DB two, probably, right? No, like a man, high get DB2. the frick out of it. See, I'm done with you. You're fired. Get the fuck out. Of <laughs> where do you have Kevin Byard ranked? You where do you have him ranked? He's a, he's DB overall. He's a DB one easily, 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 in the top 10. easily. Okay, okay. You're you but Derwin James over him, yes. 
Yes. Jeremy Chen. Yes. Jamal no. Adams. Yes. No, no Jer Jeremy Chen. No. No on Chen. Kyle, <laughs> jump <laughs> in here. <laughs> I know how much Daryl loves. Uh, I had this Byard. argument on. Um, I have Jeremy uh, Chin higher than Kevin Byard. Yes. No way. I do. Yes. No way. You, uh, Hollywood, your Tennessee no. goggles are getting in the blinders. The, way. No. the blinders are no. on. The blinders it's, are not on. Everybody I like Kevin Byard. They can't. They can't. Over he can't sustain Kevin. the interception production, and all but one year he's done it. He just keeps on. Just keeps on. He's a free That's safety. Me. The production's not there. He just keeps making the titles. He's got a good he's easily. He's easily, and I say DB1, safety one. That's top 14. He's going to make it every time. Every time. You can't name 14 better safeties that's going to beat him in, in fantasy. You can't do it. Well, the fact that you went him over Jeremy Chin like just stopped me in my tracks because I felt like I could I felt like I could name That's that. That's what many. I did. I stopped him <laughs> Kyle Duggar? What about Kyle Duggar? No. You don't like you don't like him over? You I love Kyle Duggar, but not over Byard. Wow. So you got Byard at like DB. There's there's issues with Duggar, right? Adrian Phillips. Splitting time, sure. but man, the role he plays is so good there. I I, I love is. the role that Duggar plays. I do. I love Duggar. I think dynasty wise, he's he'll outpass Byard, but right now, no way. Okay, so well, let's just jump back and say Byard maybe was a bad example with your Tennessee goggles on. So <laughs> that, Hamilton, that's your Jesse decision, Bates. not mine. I'm just straight up telling you, bro. Hamilton or Jesse Bates. This is a good one for Daryl because nobody Jesse loves Jesse Bates more. Well, maybe he might love Kevin Byard more. Jesse Bates. <laughs> and yes. Cincinnati is freaking idiots if they don't get him done, and it's not going to get done. They, yeah. I think they missed their boat. They missed their freaking boat. That's why they drafted Dexton Hill. That's why they drafted Tyson Anderson. Mm -hmm. They knew they screwed up. Bates is going after this year. And whoever gets him, yeah, baby, come on with it. I love him. Um, I, I so okay, Hamilton. You got Byron. Frick Calvin up right now. He he's like Hamilton. a deer in the headlights. He don't you even know it. what's hitting him right now. You said Jeremy. You said you want Kevin Byard over Jeremy Chin, and I just I wonder if I'm on IDP Nation anymore. Like I I just <laughs> I don't know where I am. Like I just that was wild to me. That was wild. This this uh, is we're, we're transitioning to. to Tighten up is going to be the new name of this. Yeah, show. exactly. <laughs> hey, I didn't say it was right all the time. I'm, you asked me a question, I'll tell you my thoughts. Tighten up. Yeah. I, my point is just that I don't know that Hamilton, like, yes, Hamilton is the best safety in this class. I just don't know that he is among the elite echelon that people want to put him in. Not, not year one. No. If that's what your question is, not right out the gate. No. Yeah. No. Because okay. Chuck Clark's there, right? Chuck Clark has done a lot for, from what I understand, he caused the defense from back there, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the thought. That's that's huge. They don't need Kyle Hamilton to do that. Let Chuck Clark be the strong safety. Let him do be that linebacker in the box type guy 
college. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that Kyle Hamilton in this class is so far ahead of the rest of the class, it ain't even funny. The minute that Chuck Clark moves on, it's going to be Hamilton's show. Yeah, strong safety. Marcus Williams is going to factor in there too. There's just there's a lot of good, a lot of good players, I think, on that team. And yeah, Kyle Hamilton should be the best. I'll give you that. But I I see a world where they the three of them work together with Hamilton, even Hamilton as a rookie, if Chuck Clark stays. You know, Williams will play free safety. So Williams will play free safety. If they want to do the big nickel thing, I think Kyle Hamilton could play in the box. Um, you know, Mike McDonald's got to figure out, obviously, ways to get him on the field with the three of them being there if Clark stays. But I think they could, you know, you can they could utilize all three of them for sure because I think Hamilton can hang in the box. Um, it, it's yeah. something to be. It's going to be something to be to, to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I agree. I, I'm very interested to see how that shakes. I know Hollywood's. Uh, he he actually said that he's the only good Kyle. There's one good Kyle, and that is Kyle Hamilton. So that there you go. There you that. go. <laughs> I love that. I mean, Lewis Sign. Um, is that how, how do we go with the pronunciation there? Sign, kind. Lewis Sign. Sign. Yeah. Sign. 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 Yeah. And I love him, by the way, in Baltimore. Yes. Pairing him yes. up next to Minnesota, Harrison Smith. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And, and, and so ultimately, he will straight up freaking hit you like a ton of bricks. That dude yeah. don't care. And kind of be the, the successor of like being the leader in that secondary from Harrison Smith, yes. right? Like you can see yeah. him passing the yep. torch in that way. Um, so I guess to get back to the original question, he would be my favorite among that next group. Um, and I don't know that there's that much of a difference between him and Kyle Hamilton. I'm sorry. I just don't know that there's oh that. God, you're done. You're fired. Get the off difference. the show. <laughs> fantasy wise i think from an nfl standpoint i'd want kyle hamilton more i just I, I don't know that from a fantasy standpoint he's going to be that much of a difference maker that's all don't hate me i just don't i have year I, one i, have I give you that year one i yeah. give you that yeah yeah dynasty we're talking wise, dynasty wise kyle hamilton will make him look silly and i love lewisine i think he's yeah. a great addition to minnesota interesting Lewis scene. Hey, if I'm wrong, we'll revisit this and I'll say, hey, Kyle was wrong. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Send all the DMs to K Bell F. K Bell F. Cal, do you have any other of this safety group? Any guys you're targeting later in drafts that you like at mm-hmm. all? You know, after that, after. Because I, I kind of have a, you know, I I like Brisker. Brisker's, Brisker's another guy that I have with seen. I like Brisker a lot. I think he's in a great spot in Chicago. Eddie Jackson's a, a, more of a deep safety. Brisker's, I like his, he's kind of got a nice, well-rounded skill set. I think he can play in the box really well. I think he, he's he's in a nice spot for production. So, like, those three are the typical three you see going mm-hmm. most drafts. Is there anybody else yes. that, you, that you really like? It, my my favorite one, and I I can't believe that he's not Hollywood's favorite too. But I just love the old school mentality of Brian Cook and landing nice. there in KC. Nice with you know Sorensen's not there anymore. Uh, Honey Badger's gone. Like yeah. I just think you know there could be some more opportunity there. Like he very well could get on the field pretty early, even you know like and. I just love like he's got the mentality that he is going to lay a hit on you 
like at every oh, possible and opportunity. Yep. And I do love Cook, but they've got Thornhill and um, Justin Reed. Justin Reed. Yeah. I think those, but, those are your but two But what Cal's saying is that Sorensen role. Sorenson. Which I think – That is made yeah. for – That is yeah, what yeah. Cook would do best. Have, and, and there's – I think so. No. Sorensen's not even a good player, and he was good for no. fantasy, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, he yeah. was horrible. So, yeah. There was some – there were some pretty rough moments with Sorensen on the field. I, I, I just I think he's the, the kind of guy that like could could really endear himself even to that set that defensive unit as he's gonna be willing to go in and do some of that dirty work, go in and do like um yeah, like I said, some of that enforcer stuff. I, I, think, I think he'll make a name for himself. Yeah. But I don't I don't think it'll be enough for this year. Mm-hmm. I think if Reed and Thornhill don't do what they're supposed to do, then Cook is he's gonna push them, right? He's he's gonna do enough to where they take notice of him. They're like, hey, we need to get this kid on the field. Um yeah. This year, not so much, but I think dynasty wise, he's he's somebody I'm adding to my taxi squads right now. I'm curious about the role that Nick Cross is going to play too. Like he's maybe the only other like really interesting one that we well, haven't he's talked a hot about. Name, ain't he? Nick Cross. Ooh. Yeah, and like that role, like he's not. Gosh, he's a good downhill player, and that's kind of what it seems like they want him to be. Like it's like I, I, they seem like they had a good vision for adding him to that secondary and. Um, you know, it, it that there could be some pretty good immediate, even like for 2022 fantasy production that could come from him if they just let him do that role and he doesn't get caught in coverage too much. He could be, right. he, could, he could be pretty good. But and the 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 allure too is you know with Willis retiring and Gus the Gus Bradley system in Indianapolis, Gus Bradley's strong safeties are just that's that's a great spot for idp production so right. that allure of that spot in the gus bradley system and i like nick cross i was a big fan of his at maryland i got to watch him play quite a bit yep. being a big 10 mm-hmm. guy i think there's some box potential in his game and i think i like calvin said i think he's got some cleaning up to do as far as route anticipation and recognizing mm-hmm. certain things playing deep in coverage i mean he's got elite speed he showed it at the combine he mm-hmm. closes quickly. Um, there's some flashes. He's got some things he got to clean up. Far from a finished product. I always like a guy like him that bet on himself and he came out instead of going back for a year. He just bet on himself. I loved it. He went in the third round and and the Colts just drafted elite athletes. This whole draft. Yep. That's just what they did. And what a perfect cross, example of a player catching um, fire, exactly. right? Right. Mm-hmm. Early on, you know, like Kyle, I like, you know, not as much as Kyle, but you know, there was a lot of people that liked Nick Cross early <laughs> on, right? Uh huh. Right. You're drafting him accordingly. Then all of a sudden, this news comes out that Kari Willis is retiring to take on ministry. Good for him. Mm-hmm. And immediately, Nick Cross value freaking skyrockets. I mean, that his value shoots through the damn roof. Mm-hmm. I'd have to go back and look, but. I almost feel like that if you wasn't on the Nick Cross train before the Willis retirement, you're getting screwed now, right? Because everybody, uh, Nick Cross, Nick Cross, and it's just values like the 4th of July, bottle rockets and whatever. Are we still, do you still think the values there for Nick Cross right now? Are you kind of saying, okay, 
everybody's on him, his value is skyrocketing, and I'm gonna back <clears> off a little bit. Where what, what's you and in, in that spreadsheet, whatever you got, that where, where's his uh draft value? Um, um where's and he this being is taken? overall, it doesn't, it doesn't say hang on here, Nick Cross. It's actually pretty low. Okay, so Nick Cross is. 75.2. Now, this is before the news, too, that sure. Willis retired. So you're you're doing an average, but right now, mm-hmm. 75.2, which is pretty late. Well, and in the league that we're you, in that I referenced I earlier, did, round eight. I bet if you did the value eight. since Cross retired, or uh, Willis, Willis retired. retired, it would be mm-hmm. way much higher. Right. I, I just think that if this is this is an example of like, the right fit and the right situation and the right set of circumstances coming up for a player At to just, right yeah. Time, right? yeah, it just really could be, you know, like a, just a lot of fantasy success for him. I don't know. I guess like it's, but there, there is hesitation on the player. Like, 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 yes. because yes, there was some exciting things that happened. Ran a four, three, four, right. I mean, like he's that you're like, wow, this is amazing. But then you watch him in coverage, you know, at Maryland, and you're like, uh, oh, yeah, there's some lapses. <laughs> you're supposed right. to be able to cover people, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And that's why, I I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at all if it's a Julian Blackman, Rodney McLeod pairing to start the year. Well, I mean, not as you – know, Julian Blackman's more of a deep safety. Who knows what Gus Bradley views him as? He's coming in. He's going to assess his squad. Rodney McLeod, um, not as super exciting, but he's a veteran, right? Mm-hmm. And – you know, a guy like Cross, like you said, he does have things to clean up. So I don't know that I love the the prospects of him earning that that role and that that box role that's strong. I love that. I, I like the drafting him and stashing him, but I'm not. I, I don't feel like week one is going to be ready for it. Well, know, he's probably a lot like Willis, right? Like that's kind of like exactly the kind of player he is. Like a downhill in the box type safety. I mean, you uh, know, like it's. I I, I can see the. If they knew it ahead of time, Willis is going to be retired. That's the thing. You wonder, yeah. yeah. It just, it, it kind of, it's almost like it makes sense. But uh, no, yeah, it's that okay. is good. That's going to be a fun training camp situation to watch there mm-hmm. to see who's who's playing where in uh, the Indianapolis safety group and where they're mixing in and what are they what are they saying about Cross? Does he look lost? Is he picking it up? You know. And, yeah, that's but like I said, that Gus Bradley strong safety that's a spot that breeds production for for us IDP players, man. So if he can get it at some point, it'd be nice. Hollywood dozing off over there, yawning everything. What's going on over there, Hollywood? You had too many of that no. 78, 78 We got to oh, <laughs> we gotta put over there. Yeah, what's going on? You can never have too many. That's ludicrous talk. We got to put some you? Kevin Byard highlights up on here for you. Share share screen. Sure. Sure. I can't believe you said Byard over Jeremy over, over Chen. I can't believe that. I just can't believe that. Okay. That is that is crazier than your Rousseau for over Bruce Smith comment that you had earlier. Hey. Rousseau's been Bruce Smith. Elfin among cats. That's my that's my favorite. That shit should be on a t-shirt. Elf among oh, yeah. cats. Who are, you happen, even, who are you talking? What was the player you, you were referencing there? Brian Greasy. Brian Greasy. Wow. Defensive tackle for Clemson. <laughs> He's an elephant elf among cats. 
Go back and watch the high school tape. It's like an elephant playing among cats. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. What the hell? Great stuff. Great stuff. That's what I'm here for. The one-on-one. That's why you're the one-on-one, buddy. That's it. That's right. <laughs> you and Micah Parsons. You don't have to like it, but you better learn to love it, baby. The best thing going today. Oh, boy. Good stuff. What else you got, Calvin? Come on. You're rocking and rolling tonight, I mean, bud. All the safeties that we that are worth talking about, right? I mean, there's nobody else that really. Uh, who did we not mention there that deserves any kind of recognition? I think that's it. I think we covered yeah, it. I think so. I think we. I mean, I guess Brisker, if you want to get Brisker. into a defensive tackle specific premium, Jordan Davis is the guy, right? He's he's clearly mm. the head of the class there. Yeah, L- Logan Hall. I mean, where's he going to fit in? Travis right? Jones, but Davis is the guy. L- Dave, um, Logan Hall. If he's going to be a DT, is he going to be end up being a DT? I think in true position leagues. Um, let me yeah, check. In, in true position, yeah, but I still think Jordan Davis is still. I still, still think playing. he's the guy. Yeah, Logan Hall yeah. is. A, He's a DE on MFL if you're not true position. Okay. I know. Um, I actually I not that I don't like Jordan Davis. I had Devontae Wyatt as my number one defensive tackle pre-draft, but his designation it could Here be Here we go. Um hey, it's not just because that was before he was a Packer. Sure. Here it is, Kyle. Sure. <laughs> Who was? I swear. You're better than this, Kyle. You're better than this. <laughs> I'm not better than it. I'm not. It is what it is. <laughs> Um, would you have liked Leal, Leal had they not signed who are now? I can't remember. Ogan Joby. Ogan Joby. Would you have liked him more? No, than Jordan I, I Davis. like Davis. Davis is the, the top dog at D tackle. Hmm. My he biggest thing, with, yeah, the biggest thing with Davis, I worry about is how many snaps can he play. And is he going to be just right. eating double teams? That's the biggest worry. I mean, the dude's a monster of a man. Yes. Athletic, athletically and that's what special. Makes the defensive but tackle position so hard. He's going to be a he's going to be a huge asset for their defense. He's going to just control yep. the center. They have to count. You got to you have to assign two guys to him. It's just you know, and he just destroys everything, right? But we're looking at IDP points, and that is why I had Wyatt higher than him for IDP rankings coming before the pre-draft when he was a defensive tackle. Because Devontae Wyatt was more of a gap penetrating three tech style defensive tackle that breeds more like IDP points. You know, he's, he gets more pressure, I thought. And it, you know, he's not going to just sit there and eat inside doubles. That was, that's the worry with Davis, his role. You know, there's no he doubt ran, in the talent. He ran a 478 at 341 it's pounds. It's insane. It's insane. He's what, 6'6? That's, six, crazy. Six? that's just, crazy. Yeah. It's like Unreal. one real. He's a one of one athlete, you know. Just, yeah. When you said he's going to be huge for this defense, like, yeah. Like, think about it. You have to assign two guys to him when he's on the field. You, yeah. You know, it's just. Yeah. He could really, truly be an elephant among cats this year. He really could. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, man. We've been at this for two hours. It seems like 30 minutes. Good stuff. That's hey, right. man. Having fun. Seems like 20 minutes of this 30 is me cussing Kyle because he don't know what he's doing. Well, that's normal, though. 
We gotta get yeah, well, we gotta get through that. We'll get through that. So we'll cut it off here. You know. Wait, hang on. I one one more. I want to get Kyle. I, okay. I need. What uh, do we're you not want cutting on? it off, Kyle. Stop Walker. interrupting our gas, Kyle. Damn it. You've been, you mentioned Green Bay and your love for Green Bay. How about Quay Walker? Tell me. Tell me your thoughts on him Ooh, in Green Bay. Good question. Good question. Uh, so initially, obviously, you know, watching the draft, did not think we were going to take a linebacker at twenty-two. You know, mm-hmm. so the, the initial pick, I was uh, like, "What are we doing?" Whatever. And then, you know, I, I've said this before. Like after the pick, they were talking about instantly in, in Brian Gutekunst's press conference. They were talking about how Joe Barry wants to sub less and he wants to play, you yeah. know, more base, more nickel. We'll, we'll see about that. I mean, Green Bay traditionally has been a pretty heavy dime, you know, one linebacker system. But now, you know, the the what, what they envision in Quay Walker, he's he's built a lot like Devondre Campbell. He's mm. a big linebacker with long arms. He's got size. They like his range. They like his ability in coverage. They like his ability as a blitzer. Um, so I'm excited about him, and I, I'm really, really excited to see when we get to training camp what it looks like. What are they running? What you know? What are the reports coming out? Um, how much are they? You know, where are they utilizing them? You know, what kind of sets are they? Are they running? You know, because they say they want to play more base and nickel, and it, it helps them disguise their coverages more. You know, it, which is huge, right? In the NFL, mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously Walker has to be able to, to 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 hold the standard that they have for him and be able to stay on the field and play in coverage and play the run well and blitz and do all the things. But um, you know, another thing I had brought up before was you know you look at their their defense as a whole. You know, they they have Jair coming back. Eric Stokes, and then they signed Rasul Douglas and paid him well. So, it, you know, those the, putting those three corners on the field, it, it looks like a team that wants to play some more nickel this year with with those that trio. And you know, you have Amos and Savage are going to eat a ton of snaps at safety, and behind them mm-hmm. isn't much. Our, our safety group, the depth is lacking. Um, I like Quay Walker. I do everything I'm hearing. It, they had a, a specific uh, vision for what they saw with the pick with him. Um, and I think I'm I'm optimistic he will play more snaps than Chris Barnes ever did as the second linebacker in Green Bay because mm-hmm. he's a better player. But I could certainly be wrong. He could hover around that 50, 55% range. I think there's a chance he plays 70 to 75, maybe. If they do do the th- if they do the things they say they're gonna do and play more base and nickel and keep two linebackers on the field more. If that doesn't happen, I'm still okay with him down the road because Devondre Campbell's not going to be there forever, and they invested a first-round pick into Quay Walker. So the natural progression would be him, you know, to, to eventually be the lead man. So I like Quay Walker. Uh, I could probably talk too much about him. <laughs> Quay Walker at 20, 28.6. Quay Walker, you like that value in drafts? That's basically back into second, early third. It's a borderline. Yeah. Depending on okay, how many yeah. teams. Absolutely. Okay, so he, my, my reason why I wanted to ask about him is because Devondre Campbell, like 97% of the snaps last year, right? Like, right. I mean, like on the field yeah. the whole time. Right, right. Like, is there any chance they have two, three down linebackers? Like, I, I just don't know that they're going to – it just – it was to me, like you said, you weren't expecting them to pick a linebacker. Right. And especially, like, one that – you know, like how much, what, what do you think is realistic in terms of his snap count? Like, are they going to run him out there with three? I mean, he could be a three down linebacker, but it could, is he going to be a three down linebacker on this team? 
I don't know. Uh, I really, I, I think as a rookie right now, I, I'm optimistic. Like I would, I shouldn't even say optimistic. I would say his like ceiling. I would think and this is just a guess. If he, I would be happy if he played 70, 75%. You know, I don't know yeah. that he'll, he'll hit 80, 90% snaps. I, and that is a lot considering, you know, the trends. Barnes past. Is 52. Right. Right. <laughs> and I think, you know, Barnes is, is fine against the run, you know, it, Mm-hmm. He, you know, he, he's a pretty efficient tackler, but um, you know, Quay Walker, like they said, he just the, the, he brings the element to affect the game at all phases, and they can leave him out there because he can hold him hold his own in coverage and and things. Where Barnes, that wasn't you know, he he wasn't able to do that. But that's not the trend of the NFL these days either. It's put more coverage guys on, and that's what Green Bay right. typically does, right? It, you know, so I I see a team that could easily play more nickel when you look at their personnel. It's just are they going to actually do it, and is he ready to do it? You know, I could see draft like wanting the Kobe Dean over him in drafts, though, in rookie drafts. I guess that's kind of the thing is because of the landing spot, because of the, you know, the I don't know that they're going to have two, three down linebackers on that team. It's my only question about that. And I do think, like, you know, the only thing with the Kobe Dean is he, you know, slipped in the round three, which is weird, but it seems like the Eagles are a great fit for him. It seems like he's going to sure. have that kind of a role. Um, you know, it's just, I don't really know why he's slid in the draft. Maybe it's the only reason why I'd be a little bit leery right. of that. Um, so maybe fantasy managers are not as hesitant. So Nakoba Dean's going at 26.7 in fantasy drafts, which is, which that, is basically the same basically. Right. Yeah. 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 Right back to back, and then. But I mean, in IDP fantasy circles, that's pretty early for a long, for an IDP guy. Sure. Second round, late or late second, early third. That's pretty early. Mm-hmm. Where is Troy Anderson going in that? Troy Anderson is going. Hang on. These are running together a little bit. Uh, Troy <laughs> Anderson is learned. going at 44 and a half. Oh, oh, wow. that's a big discount for him then. And I would, I would take Troy Anderson over. Walker. I think I like him. I, I think I, I think I like him better than Dean. And I would take him over Dean because I think the opportunity is yeah. there, right? Opportunity, like, and what happens with Deion Jones, right? Do they end up? Deion Jones could be gone. They signed, yeah, Rashawn Evans. Which, if he was anything, Tennessee wouldn't have let him go, right? Right. Absolutely. I think the only reason he's in Atlanta is because Arthur Smith and Dean Pease have Smith, familiarity right. with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm loving some Troy Anderson. If I can get him at that late in the draft, I'm mm-hmm. smashing it. The value I wouldn't expect it to be that big of a difference. That that's I wasn't either. That's interesting. Yeah, and that's that was as of today. So, yeah, Anderson is, uh, like I said, he's forty four and a half, and Walker, Trevon Walker is twenty seven and a half. Nicobe Dean is twenty six point seven. So those two, Dean and Walker, they're basically neck and neck. But I take Anderson all day over either one of them. Okay, real quick, 
you know, because I know it's two hours and 15 minutes here. I don't know, like, what your time oh, limit we're good. Is. We're way past that. No, whatever we, it is. Oh, we, we don't have, we don't a, time have a time limit. Okay. No, no. Well, Christian Harris is the other one, like, in, in Houston that's kind of in that same, you know, range, like, somewhere in that. We, we talked about, Ch- you know, Channing Tindall a little bit already, um, but kind of similar-ish range to me where you've got a player who I don't know that he's – I don't know. He is that he's this like uh, three down type player on in many two down guy. Right. But I think in Houston, he might be a three down guy, right? Like, like, is he going to, who's, who's he coming off the field for? He's a two down guy talent wise, Mm -hmm. but with the need and necessity in Houston, he's going to be a three down guy. Right, which is probably going to lead to some some targets like coming his way, that which will lead to tackles, which will you know. And in so rookie I, drafts, he's going at thirty nine point nine, so basically pick forty right now. Hmm. Yeah. Which is like probably it. too high, like just because, like, I don't know that his talent is going to let him like too high. That's what. I mean, I guess I base it on fourteen team league to be average, so twenty eight, forty two. Well, that's late third. Yeah, gosh, there's. Uh, we already talked a little bit about like that's similar to where Johnson was going, isn't it? Like somewhere in that area. Yeah, I um, so. Jermaine Johnson like was going thirty four point nine, so he's going okay. a little earlier. A little earlier, yeah, six seven picks earlier, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If I, you know, if I was on the board facing that question with those guys, I'd probably rather them. It, Harris is one of those to me that it's going to be, and he's young, right? He's twenty-one, so he, he, there, there's still right. some developing that could happen with him. But, yep. um, you know, going to end up in a role three down. So if he can put in the work and get better at that, I guess that does. Like he's going to have the chance there, but I also sort of feel like with. With Houston, this whole team's going to be redone at some point. I mean, Lovey Smith's not going to be there forever. Like it's it's yeah. just a, it's kind of a mess, messy look, situation. It is, and you look at their linebacker, <laughs> yes. their, their linebacker unit is just weird. So they brought Christian Kirksey back on yeah. the two year two year deal, right? Yeah. Um, they brought Camu Grugier Hill back at a one year deal. Then they signed Jalen Reeves Maven. They they get like Blake Cashman. They have Kevin Pierre Lewis. They just have a bunch of these hyphens, and it's just like, <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's just it's so like you know if he if Harris doesn't climb that depth chart, then I'd be a little worried. Like he has every opportunity to push at some point, right. and like you know who, who's to say like maybe you know. Kami Grugier Hill was great for them last year. He was great for IDP managers as a waiver wire guy. I would assume they lean Kirksey called the defense last year for him playing Mm -hmm. like what 12 or 13 games. That's that's pretty damn healthy for his standard. For him, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So like I would assume like Kirksey probably does that again. Grugier Hill, they're probably Mm -hmm. the two guys to start the year, right? And you know, maybe when they're struggling and whatever, I mean at the end of the year they Roll Harris out, they squeeze him in to see what he's got. Because if he can't beat up the rest of those guys for playing time, I'm a little worried. But uh, yeah, right. this is a weird linebacking unit. It's so man. weird, dude. It is yeah. so weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just pieced together. <laughs> but yeah, he probably should. Christian Kirksey, Christian Harris, like that. You know, depending on yeah. you know how things work out there in Houston. I, I, I just so I think yeah. He's going to get opportunities. It's just a matter of like, I, I don't know in Dynasty that I want to spend like a, even a, you know, an IDP league, it's going to push the value of some of these players where you're going to get good players potentially there in the third round, some good valuable players. I don't, don't know if I want to spend it on somebody that I don't really believe in the talent. 
when there's probably players right there that I do believe in the talent that I can wait on or, yep. you know, pick in that spot instead. Talent over opportunity is what you're saying yeah. is where you're looking at it. Cause you're not, if you're not buying in, gotcha. Absolutely. Right. That's the decisions, right? Especially like you said, IDP offense mixed drafts. Some guys get pushed farther down than your normal offensive only draft, you know, especially super flex too. When you get those quarterbacks going and yep. Yep. Which hopefully going forward we'll have some better ones, man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's pretty brutal this year. <laughs> awesome, awesome stuff. Yeah, good. Love it. Mm-hmm. Two hours feels like thirty minutes, man. I love it. Yeah, absolutely, man. We're having fun here. Um, yeah, we are. Um. Anything else? You guys got anything else? Any topics? Any players you want to hit on? Are you selling Jordan Davis? D tackle premium legs? Yes, probably. Wait, Jordan Davis? No, wait. Hang on. Am I saying the wrong name? Hold on. Wait. Damn it, Kyle. You screwed this up, Kyle. First round pick last year. Jim oh, Jamin Davis. Oh, Jamin Davis. Jamin Davis. Jamin oh, yeah, Davis. I'm yeah. yeah. Cole Holcomb's the guy you want there. Yeah. You definitely want him. But, gosh. Okay, so Jamin, Jamin Davis or Miles Jack? Davis. Davis. Okay, Jamin Davis or Isaiah Simmons? Simmons. Oh, oh. Even though he plays all over, I still take Simmons. I'll sell both of them. (laughs) It's not an option. (laughs) Sure it is. I'll sell them both. Jamin Davis or Tremaine Edmonds? Edmonds. Yeah, Yeah, Edmonds. Yeah, I don't think so. You're good at this, Cal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pete, Pete Werner. Davis. Davis. I think it's that's close. probably where the line is. Somewhere it's in there. It's close. Like yeah. Nick Bolton? Like what, what about Nick Bolton? Bolton. Oh, Bolton all day, every day. I always worry about, the, about Bolton. I worry oh, about Nick the whole Kansas City. <laughs> well, I mean, he was way better as rookie year. Davis is going to be an interesting case year two. Because we have to see something this year. You know? yeah, absolutely. I feel like this it's, is. Yeah. If Davis don't do it this year, he's done. Yeah. Gosh, I. They also didn't really address the linebacker position in Washington, though, right? Like, that's kind of the thing. They didn't bring anybody else in. It kind of makes yeah. you feel like he's going to get the opportunities yeah. that we were hoping he would get. And I, it, it's, it's make or break, but I just feel like he will. But were... Cole, Cole Holcomb's the guy, right? He's well, yeah, but guy. who's the other guy, so right? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know that that's going to change a whole lot for Davis. I mean, I don't that know. It'll be two on a team is kind of the oddball, right? I mean, that's, that's what we're questioning here. So then, Jamin Davis or Quay Walker? Davis. Quay Walker. It's close, but Davis. Jamin Davis or Kevin Byard? 
<laughs> I saw the best part oh, of that yes. is no, anybody you know listening can't see is Cal never. said that with a straight face. Oh, <laughs> he God. didn't even break. You know he didn't even break. I'm not even, I'm, he did not break <laughs> Kate's faith, and I can't go by just because, by God. <laughs> like, I was uh, just sitting here in, in anticipation watching Cal. He, he, like, who's he, next? He, he said that, that shit never broke a stop. What an that's, asshole. Uh, that's great. Uh, all right, that's all I got. That's all I got. That's it. It's about time you're done because we're done with you, man. <laughs> what an asshole. Oh, I expect shit like that from Kyle, but Jesus. Oh. I'm so glad I had an opportunity to come hang out with Kyle. I'm just so glad you asked me. <laughs> Pleasure's all oh. mine, Kyle. Just know. Pleasure's all mine. I can't say the same, Calvin. I can't say the same. <laughs> Uh, uh, like I said, it's so much fun. It's so hard to find good help these days. My face hurts. I'm laughing so much. You guys are great. I'm so glad we did this. You guys are awesome. Uh, Thanks. do it more often. We try, to, we try to keep it fun. We try to keep it loose, man. Um, uh, tell everybody where they can find you at, what you're doing, what you're working on, all that good stuff. At Calvin and Hobby. Uh, Right there, I am on Twitter sometimes. Uh, you can find me most of the time on YouTube at the uh, dynastyfootball.com there uh, every Tuesday night. And then sometimes we do fun things, me and Addison. We did a game night that was uh, really cool where we uh, did some sporkle quizzes and uh, tried to see who knew more about fantasy football and football in general, which was fun. That's awesome. And yeah, that's how you know it's June, July, right? Like, yeah. you know, like it's, uh-huh. it's time to make some content that might not be exactly traditional. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's certainly on the offensive side of the ball, mostly focused there. So, uh, but yeah, like love getting a chance to come here and talk defensive side of the ball, the real side. And that's where I play in high school. I love that. I love the, uh, the defensive side of the ball. So appreciate the opportunity. And yeah, if anybody cares to find me, that's where I, I, I would be found. Make sure you're like paying every, paying attention to Hollywood Titan here, Kyle, the whole team there at IDP. These guys know what they're doing. They're my go-tos when I have an opportunity to do something in a draft and I don't trust myself. That's These are the guys I'm looking for. Well, Thank I appreciate that. Appreciate man. that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Kyle, what are you doing? Where you at? What you working on, man? I know you've first had off, some changes recently. Yeah, yeah. Well, first off, I want to thank Cal for joining us, dude. This it's been yes. it's been too long since we got to do this. this. Yep. Man, yes. it's uh last time was a blast. This time it was a blast. We got to do it again. Let's mm-hmm. not wait so long to run this back and do it again. Um, this was awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, had a great time, had a blast. Thanks for joining us, dude, and taking the time and spending two and a half hours with us. Um yeah. It was a blast. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I just made the move to uh, football, guys, so I'm getting acclimated there. Um, awesome. Awesome. Kinda, that. Yeah. yeah. Dude, congrats. Thanks. Thanks, dude. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah. Couple, yeah. Uh, pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Um, so just getting kind of acclimated with things there. I started putting my rankings together on the site and um, going to start working on some articles here at some point. Um, we did a little uh, roundtable thing um, that got released today. It was uh, three questions, and, and it kind of asked uh, – This it was all rookie-based, and, and everybody out of the IDP group kind of gave an answer on how they evaluated rookies for redraft and dynasty, so that was pretty cool. It's kind of a group effort and get everybody's thoughts. So that just came out, so that was fun. And, yeah, just kind of getting used to things there and, um, yeah, going to hopefully get right in here soon, but – 
yeah, just kind of working on some ranks right now, putzing around, getting used to the system. So, awesome. Dude, congrats yeah. on that. That's amazing. I love to see that. And looks like I, I just found it. Looks like Dynasty Trip went over there too. And Joey, yep. and, and Joey, and, and Evan. Yeah. Yeah. Evan, yeah, Evan, yeah. yeah. Yeah, four of us. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty pretty exciting, man. Um, uh, definitely uh, was was shocked when I when I got the the message and and stuff. Yeah, it was pretty pretty crazy. Um, yeah, exciting. And uh, like I said, just kind of getting used to things there. It's been awesome so far. Everybody's been great, and um, yeah, just learn as I go here. So yeah, very hopefully cool. it's yeah, very cool. Uh, pretty excited and. Uh, just got to get the the content flowing here once I get adjusted, you know. Mm-hmm. But enough about me. People find you. Yeah, enough about me. How about the one on one here? The man, the myth, the legend. Where can people find your spreadsheet, Hollywood? The <laughs> infamous spreadsheet. Hey, hey, it it can be out there. I mean, you just got to look. I mean, you can find me at, uh, of course, you know, I went out on my own, idpnation.com. Um, Let's go. It's all about all about the podcast, but. There's also an article section there, so you can check that out. That's where I'm doing most of my work now. I'm also helping uh, Fancy and yeah, you, you've been little do, stuff. You've been doing some draft recaps too, those articles yeah, you're putting out. Yeah, doing a team, team by, by team. team. Yep. Yeah, breaking them down awesome for a draft stuff. class. Yep. So go yep. check that out. Uh, be getting into some more stuff. So like I said, helping out Fancy and Friends with an article or two here and there. Um, IDP Nation did the IDP Grind podcast. Um Shoot the Shoot gap. The gap. Shoot the gap mm. with uh, Jorge and Nate from Fantasy Frames and Mike Waller, who joined us with uh, uh, Four for Four. So it's kind of a collabo thing we're doing. Uh, we mm. do that on a Thursday night. So check us out there. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we got the Patreon thing going on. All kinds of good stuff going on. So uh, it's been fun, man. Um, just kind of, it's been it's been uh, eventful. Busy time, you know, when you go out on your own like that. But, uh, yeah, uh, so many good things. And don't think Russo is Smith won't be the title of this show. Tonight. Don't think that will happen. It's either that or Kevin Byard against the world, one or the other. You need to have a music show, Hollywood. Like where you I do talk have a music, music show. I do. You, me do you, me do? and one of – yeah, yeah. Actually, one of me and my buddies, uh, Kyle knows him really well, Choppy. Choppy, yeah. We, his, his name's Brock. Um, we kind of met okay. through fancy football and uh, started talking fancy football. We do a podcast called 13 Horns. I have to look this up. I did not know this existed. Yeah, 13 it's horns. called 13, 13 Horns, and it's dedicated to like rock and roll, metal, classic rock, grunge, punk. Uh, you know, we do basically we do a top 13 list every week. Uh, sometimes we do like an album versus album or whatever, but yeah, man, we are uh, all surprises. He's I, everywhere, Cal. You like, you are the one on one. This is why, is. like, I tried to tell you, boys, you, you don't want to listen. When do you sleep? This is amazing. How do you get so uh, much you just, done? You know, my aunt used to tell me, sleep when you're dead. <laughs> yeah. I need to sleep now too, though. I'm just gonna be honest. I used to like, sleep I gotta in get late to all the time. I would sleep in late now, but I can't. But when I was young, I'd sleep till freaking noon. She's like, "You can sleep when you're dead." I'm like, there you okay. go. Okay. So, <laughs> so now, 
Now he's got 17 projects to work on so he doesn't yeah. sleep. You got to ensure so, that you, you know, don't I'm sleep. Doing, I'm doing, let's see, IDP Nation, Debbie IDP Grind, Shoot the Gap, 13 Horns. So I'm doing four podcasts a week, plus I'm riding. Yeah. It's a lot. Keeping Kyle in control. Plus, plus the spreadsheet. Plus, plus Patreon and all that. Yeah. Plus Patreon. Plus, oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about the Patreon. Yeah. 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 Like all these like one show contracts you have to generate for Kyle. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. takes a lot of time. It's full literature, verbiage. It's, it's everything too. Like I have to uh, read yeah. through them all. He draws, he goes, he goes all the way. The I miss yeah. you notes to Dan <laughs> that you must write a lot too. <laughs> <sighs> you know, not anybody could just do this. That's true. That's not, true. Not everybody can be you, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Wow. I can't be me sometimes. I'm like, damn. Oh, I know. <laughs> look at how look <laughs> at how know. good you are, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm a pretty big deal here. Yeah, it's heavy. Uh, you know, where's the content? Uh, uh, I love you guys. Thanks, Kelvin, for coming on, man. Yeah, I thanks, so buddy. This is awesome. It's, it's a blast. <laughs> Don't be a stranger, dude. You got to come back sooner. I, I just I try, I try to tell always, I was like, I don't know. I'm like, wait, get, get off of here. You just gotta invite me. I'll never miss a chance to come on and hang out with Kyle. Never, I'll just never miss that opportunity. <laughs> awesome. He's the only one that'll ever say those words. <laughs> uh, uh, Jesus. You know, I, I set you up with a softball toss and you strike out, Calvin. I mean, come on. <laughs> You of all yeah. people, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, we thank you for listening. Please subscribe, rate, review us. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, Calvin. Kyle. <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, let us know what you like, don't like, and uh, we'll be back next week. Well, at least me and Kyle will be back next week. I don't know where Calvin will be, but hey. I'm not anyway. sure. I- I, mean, I, I don't even contract. know if Kevin was yeah. here this week, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> just, he screwed me up with this Kevin Byard bullshit, so I don't even know what's going on right now. Uh, anyway, Calvin, love you, man. Yep. Appreciate you, you so guys. much for coming on. Absolutely. Thanks again, thanks brother. You bet. Anytime. Kyle. Daryl. You're fired. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Yeah, Two and a half fired. hours, but we got it done. Yeah. I tried to be nice. I couldn't wait no longer. It's been Kill a good me. run. Been a good run. It was. Later. Later. <laughs> Tighten up. <laughs> Tighten up. I'll even say it. <clears throat>